A wild Meta Heinrich kite appears. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Thursday, the 8th of September 2016. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. It's goddamn Thursday. <laughs> and Robert Kemp. It's Thursday. 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 So your mineral is a kind of Pokemon now? Meta Heinrichite? It sounded a bit like a. What's the meta? Some there's a metapod. Metapod, think, isn't it? Think pretty much every word sounds like a Pokemon, more or less. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm just looking back at our previous minerals, and yeah, most of these would have worked. The Gerdite's a pretty good Pokemon. Gerdite, yeah. Gerdite. Are you sure that isn't already a Pokemon? It's hard to know. I'm not quite sure about Lauren's Wow site. That's that's not a good one. I don't know. It's a bit long for a Pokemon. Then again, yeah. it's a Heinrichite. <laughs> Maybe too many uh, words in the intro word there. Meta Heinreichheit? I don't know. It's German mineral. Only to be found in German places. It's not necessarily in Germany, but just German places. Just German places. Yeah. Just go down to your local um, Bratwurst restaurant. Exactly. And that's what Beer the bar is. Just go down to your local brat first. Stick <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it out of the ground. <laughs> it's just hanging out. It's like a landmark. That's where you go uh, in Pokemon Go to catch. Yeah, it's a I, bet it's a, I bet it's a Pokestop. Just go to the brat first. It's a Pokestop. Get your balls. Get your balls. Hi, guys. Yo, what's up? You still playing Pokemon Go? <laughs> You know what? I probably played more of it these last week than I've ever played of it. <laughs> these last weeks. <laughs> these last weeks. <laughs> these last weeks. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Weeks. Week. <laughs> what? Since, since the craziness died down? Well, I saw that. They actually updated it and made it. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Has it improved? Not really. It's, it seems the same. Right. Well, I was I was up north and I had to wander to a Sorry, pub you, at you mean one up point. North. You... Up north. There we go. And I was—I had to wander to a pub at one point, and I had my work phone on me, so I turned Pokemon Go on and caught an oddish. I didn't know there were any Pokemon up north. I thought you had to come to like central London to catch anything, according to the. Well, yeah, you know, what? I did—I did all right. And, you know, there seemed to be some stuff on the route. Everyone's complaining that if you live in the countryside, you're screwed. Hmm. Well, there's no poker stops about. Hmm. Exactly. So it's like you can't can't get you can't get your balls restocked for free, or you can't get your <laughs> um you can't get some potions to heal the Pokemon you aren't battling. Hmm. How do they get hurt if you aren't battling, or you battle? You go going to you have to go to gym battles. Hmm. I I I held a gym for about five minutes because wow. no one else was there, <laughs> so I yoinked it, and then someone who's like ten times more powerful than me turned up. Five minutes later, up, yeah. up north. Up north. Mm-hmm. This was this was at this gym was apparently it was a was a pub. It was the pub gym. I don't think there's a there's a gym in the actual Pokemon games for for pubs. So this is the pub trainer. If every pub's a gym, there's a lot of gyms. 
they've they've run out of they haven't done a Pokemon based on a pub yet, have they? They haven't had the beer Pokemon <laughs> for <laughs> based reasons. on a pub. <laughs> they don't want based on barrels. <laughs> they could still do a barrel mon. Yeah, I don't think so. And <laughs> pint mon. Pint mon. <laughs> pint mon. Well, pretty much every Pokemon sounds Jamaican if it ends in mon. Which they very rarely actually do. Yeah, are yeah. there any that actually end in mon? I don't think they... I can't think of one. I think I'm sure there's a few. Pint uh, mon. So we're back on a Thursday. Yeah, because you're buggering off for the weekend. Yeah, I'm busy this weekend. Weddings and all that. And this is in the middle of nowhere, so I'm probably not even going to get Wi-Fi or or even general receptions. Well, aren't you going to a reception? Yes, there'll be a reception, but so, so not that be, kind of reception. Does so, the reception you go to count as a general reception? I suppose. I, I hope that comes through strongly, otherwise I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I can't quite okay. hear the music you're playing i'm just gonna stand over here maybe it'll be better if i stand on top this, of this hill this toast reception. it's it's like you're dropping a paper clip on the floor i can't quite hear your clink these jokes are too flat <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting a lift out there but i mean we're leaving at six which is way too late in my opinion but i guess people have work and stuff but still, it's going to take like five hours to get there. I reckon we're going to be it's going to be midnight before we get to the. That's fine. Rock up, we'll have an order a kebab. You'll, you'll go yeah. bed. You'll be ready. That's true. Maybe I should eat before we, we go. It's probably a good idea. Well, um, I suppose it's not so bad if it's six is your leaving time. Yeah, I could eat just before. Still order a kebab though. <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. <laughs> it's a short time food. Actually, it's not a short time food at all. You need to go to Mackey D's for something like that. Just rock up and leave. Mm, that's true. Well, I probably could. It's I, They're picking me up at Victoria. So um, it's a station. I'm sure I'll have a Mackey D's or something very quick that I can do beforehand. Mackey D's? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't got any stories, really, from the no last week. Other than, other than I went, I went and played a bit of Pokemon North. That wasn't the entire reason for being there, by the way. I'm not that crazy. But Did you find anything up there that you wouldn't have found down south? No. 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 What was the point of going up north? Old work or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Lim. I'm a little bit lost on the details of how I spent the last few days. <laughs> it's did all a drive. Did you drive up there? I did. Well, yeah, I always yeah, drive up there. You always drive, yeah. Um, four, did you... four and a half to five hours worth of driving. What did you listen to on the way out? Podcasts? Oh, of course. Yeah, Always natural. podcasts. Natural more. That's how I get all the news that I steal for this show. I mean... <laughs> when do you listen to your podcast, Egg? Like, do you still go out walking and stuff or that? Sometimes, With your little MP3 you know, player thing. There's always games that are podcast suitable. What's your current podcast game? Still Factorio. Factorio, right. I suppose Eve is quite a good podcast game, right? Well, depends on what you're doing. Not fighting? Yes. Everything else in that game? 
quite a lot of else. I'm still not, I still can't really do that. I still can't really podcast and game. I like, I, I would just listen to anything, really. I'm just not. I like to be engaged with my game. Yeah, me too. I can't cope with that, that kind of multitasking. I think my brother did it with Minecraft a lot. Um, he'd watch TV and play Minecraft. Uh, but I don't know. I can't really do that multitasking thing. No. Because I've, just... so, I've sort of tried with the DS to sort of have that out, do something, and watch telly, but I just end up realizing I'm not really watching the telly. Mm. I don't really know what's going on. The only thing I can do that involves like a multitask is, but I is basically watch a quick look or a, or a let's play on one monitor while like browsing the internet on the other. <laughs> That's hmm. about it. And then I lose track of if I find something interesting on the internet, then I lose track of what's going on in the in the let's play. Yeah, I do find myself doing that. I do occasionally have like um, a, a podcast on. When I'm working in first thing in the morning, when I'm not going to be working at my best, I'll put the podcast on. Mm. And uh, there are times where it's just like I'm going to have to go back like ten minutes because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, now. I missed that whole thing. Yeah, I get that even walking around sometimes. If I start thinking about something, I miss the last ten minutes of podcast. <laughs> just in your own head, man. Yeah, the best shit happens. Not necessarily. <laughs> Best slash worst. Apparently, it's more interesting than the podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the podcast. Hopefully, not our podcast. No. You have to stay razor focused on yeah, this podcast. Exactly. Clearly this podcast is the best. You could possibly be doing anything else while listening to this. No. <laughs> we meander so much in conversational topics. Yeah. You don't even know what we're talking about. Hey, unicorns. Exactly. What's the deal with them? What's with the horn? They're, they're in Metal Gear Survive. I don't, there you go. Are they? Oh, <laughs> well, the zombies kind of have giant metal, red metal spikes coming out of their heads. I haven't kind even, of, the kind I of even watched the trailer for that thing. Although, uh, it, it, yeah, I don't really want to know about that. Zombicorns. It's not like they're going to ruin the franchise. It's already insane. It's just not going to be a good game. No, it's yeah. It's hard to know. It's hard to know whether whether you can call it. I suppose in some respects you can say it's ruined because it's like, yeah, it's, it's the non Kojima game, right? And what did they go yeah. for? The blandest possible option. Has and there it's... not already been some shitty Metal Gear tie-in game that had nothing to do with Kojima? Has that never happened before? I other can't believe Pach- that. It... Other than the Pachinko, I'm not really. Well, I, maybe the portable ones. I'm not sure he. No, apparently they're really good. Aren't they? Well, they're, they're okay. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how involved he was. I think he was because don't they matter in terms of the story quite a lot? Yeah, yeah. so they, they they're still canon. Yeah, it's amazing how much of that story of like Big Boss in particular relies on you playing these this PSP game or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one was it. Was it because there was Portable Ops and then was there another? Oh, Peace Walker. That's yeah, Peace one, Walker. Peace yeah. Walker is quite important to the whole because that's where the whole. Um, MSF stuff actually happens, I think, and where they construct Mother Base and everything. Yeah, it's a direct, um, it's a direct follow-on, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Ground oh, Zeroes, yeah, in fact, Ground Zeroes has characters in it from Peace Walker that you wouldn't know if you hadn't played mm. that PSP game, right? It's a PSP game, is it? Yeah. Hey, there's a point. Maybe this. Hmm. This may be a spoilery discussion. Already. All right. Um, hmm. Do we want to get into it? It's Metal Gear Solid Five story stuff. Yeah, 
do you want to? Can you remember it? Should we come back to it? Should we do the news? Well, <laughs> well hang on. There's just, there's just one. It's not really relaxed. I'm playing it, but it's just one yeah. little detail that I can't remember happening. I'm pretty sure in the intro for chapter two, like you get that little oh. coming up sort of reel, right? They showed some paths. Oh, you know, from ground the, from ground zero. Have you seen her at all? No. Okay, so I got her quite earlier on. Like she just um. Uh, Not that I remember, anyway. I can't remember how I unlocked it or whatever, but she's just in a room in Mother Base. Um, I can't remember how I unlocked it. I don't think I found her or anything. Maybe I did a mission or something, or a side-up or something. Anyway, she just is in a room that in the medical... Um, the medical... What's it? Platform? That hmm. you can go and uh, visit her in, and there's a couple of cutscenes there. Uh, and she's like, humming or something and you that that uh, adds as an item in you know uh, uh, his her humming appears in your audio so you can listen to it whatever you mm. know the tapes which is a bit weird uh there isn't much to it really but i uh, i've had it pointed out to me Other later, the fact that she's alive well i've had it pointed out yeah it's quite quite weird uh but then i've had it pointed out to me later uh in um that um it might all be a hallucination of 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 your character. Well, that makes more sense. And, yeah. and supposedly, like I haven't checked this, but supposedly the room in the base that you go to visit her can't actually physically exist because if you go, it's like a TARDIS or whatever. If you go around behind, oh, there's right. no room for the room. Um, so yeah, it might the whole thing might just but be stairs. It could be stairs. Yeah, go but you can go bottom. and you can go and visit there any time. I think I don't know. I should hmm. go back now. I finish the game, see if it does anything different. Anyway, yeah, I never is. never found that. So you just sort of stumble upon it. The, like, I can't remember how to. it how how she appeared, um, but it doesn't make any sense, right? Because hmm. she, she dies at the end of uh, sort of explodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, who knows? And, and she's pretty i haven't actually played the game where she's actually in i.e peace walker but she doesn't seem no. like much of a character to be honest i don't know when she's a spy that sort of but went unspy and yeah, they're all she seems, seems fairly important but, they're all yeah. triple agents are they or whatever mm. yeah she's important to the plot but she's not a she doesn't have much character i just think <laughs> oh right I, I, see, I, I see what you mean now right gotcha which, which, to be honest, is true of freaking most of Metal Gear. Revolver Ocelot in this game, anyway. Mm. <laughs> he, he doesn't do much. Well, well, he does stuff, but he doesn't. He's pretty flat in this one, isn't he? Compared to the other ones, he's, he's probably the most important character in beyond, uh, uh, in the whole series, isn't he? Beyond Big Boss and, and and Solid Snake, it would be Ocelot probably. Because he's yeah in, maybe he's in all of them from three chronologically all the way to four, which is the last one chronologically. Yeah, he's like the I, baddie. I would, I would I would pretty much argue that Big Boss is probably the single most important character to all of the the Metal Gear canon, right? Cause probably he's, he's pretty much he's pretty much referenced in all of it in some way. Well, that's true, but he's not a, he's not alive in some of the most in the most important ones like Metal Gear Solid and two and four. He's, yeah, he's Te- technically, but but his legacy and him, yeah, is kind of a thing, right? It's but you could of... say that his legacy is kind of a continuation of the boss's plan, uh, oh, sort of, plan yeah. in a way. So I don't know. Anyway, Metal Gear, 
it's yeah. Metal Gear? A weapon to surpass Metal Gear. Uh, I.D.? <laughs> I.D.? Uh, it's a shame that uh, that's one thing that's a bit weird in the, in Metal Gear Solid Five is that for it's some not really reason, quotable, is it? Well, well, there's a few stupid ones like uh, like um, damn the, fiddle. Well, damn fiddles in, in Grand Zeroes, and then yeah, there's no. the and then there's the oh such a lust for revenge. Whoo! That's the classic <laughs> yeah, one from, from this one. Uh, there's a few quotes, um, but, but yeah. Um, but they, they, it's a bit weird that they use fictional vehicles in places where they, some where they used to use real vehicles. Like, there's no real reason why the helicopter isn't a hind in, in licensing. I guess they used it before, and it would be historically correct to have a hind in Afghanistan in mm-hmm. 1980s Afghanistan. That was where they were most used, I would say. Yeah, but it might be licensing. It's always licensing. But then you could have been hind D, or, or probably would have been a hind A or something at that point, but who knows. <laughs> yeah, a hind A. <laughs> Doesn't a. quite have the same ring to it. I can't remember anything that Kiefer, Kiefer said, apart from, like, kept you waiting, huh? What, in terms of memorable lines? Yeah. I mean, there's the ridiculous, you're all diamonds, bloody blah stuff, where he puts the thing on his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he's mostly silent, which is intentional. Like, but it, it's done to the absolute extreme. Like Kojima basically wanted. He was like, "Wow, the technology is so good now. We can do everything from like expressions and stuff." And he doesn't have to actually talk to get the point across. And that was his idea throughout the whole game. So mm-hmm. that's why he doesn't speak. Um, uh, and he just and everyone else speaks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> but it also makes sense with 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 who he is and everything, I suppose. Um, yeah, maybe he doesn't quite know how to speak the speak. Yeah, maybe. Anywho, talk the talk. Metal Gear. Gear. Hey, Zach. How's, yeah. your, how's your kitchen? It's fine. It's still in a mid state of disrepair, as everything still needs to get finished off, new surfaces and all that crap. Do you have a kettle to surpass Metal Gear? <laughs> Definitely not. It's like still, still that same shitty kettle. Damn it! That's never going to be better than a Metal Gear. How's the? Um, I bet there's some part in a Metal Gear where you can just pour water in there and it would boil pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> oh, I bet that's got to be a Think Geek product, right? A kettle gear. <laughs> Oh, that's so kettle good. Kettle solid. That's so Except good. Americans don't like, don't have kettles, so it doesn't really... Don't they? Have... Well, no, have you heard this? Like, apparently Americans don't drink tea. Mainly, one of the reasons is because... Coffee? Uh, in homes or whatever. Like, I don't mm. know if they even... Anyway, it's to do with the um, electricity system. So they're, they're, they're at, what, 110 Yeah, they have 15 voltage. amps. So they have a higher amperage, but a much lower voltage. So their power draw is um, less when if you multiply. So basically, right. electric kettles just take ages to boil. Ours are they like just don't work. Right. Three, our kettles are like three kilowatt, and I don't. I think theirs is like half that or two kilowatt or something. But they just take. Mm. They work, but they just take forever um, to boil. So it's just that's why they don't drink tea because it's inconvenient to boil water. Do they have hobs? Yeah, like but then you'd have kettle. 
Yeah, you could do that. You could with gas, gas, gas kettles. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, they, it's much less convenient even for us to like. When was the last time you used a gas kettle? We used to have one, didn't we? Know, yeah, my, my my parents used to have one. Yeah, but that was it does right. take you just, ages. You just, it's not convenient. It's not, it's not that long, but yeah. Well, uh, I remember it, it taking a while, but it might have been because the kettle was a weird designer kettle, so it might not have been the most efficient shape. But it did take a while to boil, and then it was incredibly loud. The whistle on it. Yeah. Better go deal with that. So do they not drink? How do they drink coffee? Do they get? Do they all buy Nespresso's? I don't think they drink. I don't think they ha- do so much like coffee at, 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 without a whole machine or going to. A, so, they so go to Starbucks they, or something, don't so they? So how do they invite someone in for coffee? Oh, that's a good point. They must all have like coffee machines or something, or like 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 your one. But then, how does that boil the water? Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense. Like, it's one of those weird zigzag things, and I don't know how. It, yeah, I don't know how it works. But yeah, I mean, like I think they have. Boil systems. I think they have special plugs in the kitchen, which are basically two. Oh, what, you like know, cookers. Things. Yeah, yeah, but I think they might have one that for general use in the kitchen that gives you potentially that gives you you know Drinkable basically hot two water. two sockets basically double the double the voltage hmm. oh oh i get it yeah because they have the, we have those right that i mean you must have, have them right do you for plugging in are they special no. sockets for plugging in like the big the tumble dryer or whatever no they're All just right. sockets just same you as just normal. plug them in and go okay that's easy then. they're just they're just not like wired in a way where it's they're split off you know you know what i mean like you get some some plugs where the wiring is still like one but effectively those two ports on your wall are as if you just plug in one of those power adapters with like five things off it right so i don't know for some reason that's better if there's I just think one you need wire a special, carrying i think you need a special connection for an electric cooker i don't think you can just uh, plug that into a normal socket i, I think it isn't but they, they, all they do is put an isolator on it right i think Okay, maybe that's it. I don't know how electronics works. No. Household electrics, anyway. What phase is it? <laughs> phase. Well, that's the thing. You can get three phase, can't you, for, for the mm. uh, industrial, semi-industrial stuff. Are you phased by your power? I have it, so I'm not. <laughs> I have your power. <laughs> That's how that sounded. Anyway. Kitchen. Bitch. Kitchen. I don't know. My dishwasher smelt funny. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Okay. <laughs> Maybe there's no kitchen bitching this week. <laughs> right. I, I, I assume I just have to stop using really tall plates in the dishwasher because I think it might stop the rotors. But Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. No. Smelt kind of funny. I can't remember if you have a dishwasher, Seg. I guess you do, don't you? No. No? Do you have to do the washing? Washing Well, only when I'm hit by myself. I don't generate enough washing up for me to need to do washing up more than like once a week when I'm here by myself. Right. Do you pile up your own to do your own washing up? Or do you like leave the pile? No, someone always does the washing. He's a piler. Someone right. always does the washing up like every day, so I just if whatever one plate that I've Someone. used just ends up in there. 
pilot on there. He's a pilot swine. Actually a Pokemon. Actually a Pokemon. For reals. News! News! <laughs> so he mentioned Eve. I heard it was going free to play-ish or something. There's something new, right? Is that Zeg? Is that right, Zeg? Tell yeah. us tell us more. It's the World of Warcraft model or something. Well, sort of. Except kind of not really, I don't know. I was trying to think if it was comparable to anything. But it probably it's, isn't, because it's not exactly leveling. It's like it's a limit to what skills you can train. So you can do everything except you can only train certain skills and fly in certain ships. Well, right, because the ships are limited by the skills. By the skills, right. Okay. So yeah, it's only only a skill limit, which like is theoretically equivalent to a level cap, I suppose. Is it just after you've trained every skill that you can possibly train, you can't do anything more, so you're stuck at that level. Right. So would it be fun to play? How long would you play the game, you know, and have fun uh, well, for free? Depends what you were doing, to... probably. Like, for the the old theoretical plan of corporations getting lots of small ships together for fleets and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That would probably be fine for having a bunch of those accounts. Do you reckon the, the corps will just, like, farm those out, like, just somehow get get like run multiple instances at once and and, and just like I got shit tons of accounts now. I can, I can, of course they will. I can fly my own fleet. Everyone already has like so many goddamn accounts running at the same time. Oh uh, yeah, but now it costs them like five times less. <laughs> well, for the ones that they don't the need high skills for, yes. Oh, yeah, an infinite number of low skill fodder. Imagine the next fight. It could be ridiculous. I mean, it w- w- might be theoretically interesting to see if it has any effect on like AFK mining. Where it's just like huge fleets of one person running like 20 accounts. Because <laughs> that was a problem for a while, even with proper accounts. It was like all the issue of like detecting macros and stuff, where it's like you can run 20 accounts and like AFK mine legitimately, but if you're using a macro or some kind of automated system to push buttons on your keyboard, then no, you can't do that. <laughs> That's not allowed. So, no. how do you do it like um, legit, like at the keyboard? Or you just have like a like basically a switcher that cycles through all the instances of Eve, and then you just hit the buttons as it goes past. Uh, right. <laughs> what you need is one of those like um, yeah, you know, like your second monitor or something showing stuff a bit like a CCTV, a bit like Star Fox Guard, so you can see everything that's going on, and then just uh, well, yeah, they probably have like sufficient monitors to have like half screens on every account or something. Oh man, do you reckon they have one of those tiger displays that just like fills a wall that's just like. Each one is like a little monitor. And like nine of them. <coughs> but it'll be interesting for me anyway, because like I'll have a reason to look at my other two accounts, I guess. Because <laughs> oh, I'm really? pretty sure on at least one of those accounts, the main character won't have <coughs> trained all the skills that I can theoretically trade on a free account. And, and you know, I've got alt characters as well, obviously. <laughs> Even on my main account, I could start training Dr. Nick again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Although I don't that? know, he, he might have got most of the skills that can be trained. What, just from the occasional alting? Yeah, just from when I switched over to him from time to time. 
Yeah, that would be nice. Has his face changed in the past 13 years? Well, yeah, when they did the did the out new avatars and they had to recreate everything. And I was like, I'm going to try and recreate these as close as possible. And it wasn't really possible. Oh, <laughs> Particularly not for my main character. Oh, are you trying to keep the same visage? Yeah, more or less. People must have been annoyed that they couldn't yep, achieve they sure the same were. thing. <laughs> So yeah, and also because of the weird way this system actually works, I could still theoretically play my main character. I just wouldn't be able to do all the stuff that I could normally do. I'd be limited down to those skills. Oh, I see. So you could carry on if you stop paying or stop playing. You because you got to a point where you could actually play. Well, sort of. Depended how how enough. significantly I was play, playing it. You have to grind fairly hard to be able to keep up with the out money and it got worse as the as like the cost of the subscription things went up they made it harder to well the market stay in made the game it harder without paying. like they didn't really make it harder it oh, supply and demand. Yeah. Mm. do you think yeah. that that will make that stuff how will it affect that economy do you think I guess they've got their economist guy to tell them. That <laughs> well, that's what they say. Or they're yeah. like, we don't think we've made sure that we think that this probably won't affect the economy very much. Although it was weird when I looked at like the list of skills that you can train on these three accounts, there's a surprisingly large amount of like the industrial skills, which I wasn't really expecting. Like if they allow you to do like several levels of mass production, so you can run like multiple industry jobs at the same time. And I was like, that seems a bit like quite liberal for the if you don't want to mess with the economy to allow all these extra accounts to just run industry jobs all the time so do you think a lot of them will be real people or do you think they'll be alts or of course they'll be alts well some people might be like oh it's free to play or yeah i mean i've had several times some will be i've had several times where where like or when Eve's gone on sale on Steam for like two quid or something for a month, and people have been like, let's go look at Eve again for a month, and then no one ever continues, but you know, <laughs> maybe now they will. Because they won't have to spend any money at all. Yeah. Until they hit the limit. Is the limit like like just like you're only allowed this set of skills, or is it like a skill point thing as well? Yeah, it's like, a specific like a... set of skills. Okay. And like specific levels of certain skills as well you don't just like get it's not just the skills and up to level five some of them it's like oh this skill you can only train up to four is it clearly marked well i suppose you wouldn't know with your paid account i guess but well yeah they haven't really said how it's going to appear in game yet it looks like it's just going to be a thing in the character sheet because there's already skills that you can't train on trial accounts the previous version of trial accounts which were the ones where you could like give a 30-day trial to someone through email or whatever right yeah so there's certain skills that you can train on those accounts anyway so i expect they'll be marked in a similar way and just in the skill sheet and on the market and all that Mm. right that's the eve news how much of the economy is going to get boned (laughs) Probably not all that much. Is he not going to like just bone up the market for the ships the old accounts can fly? Not really. Those ships the are so cheap anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, they're the rubbish ones, aren't they? I guess. Or, a sudden demand. There's millions of them all over the place. Demand. 
Yeah. Okay, so what else is going on? Uh, uh, BT is suing Valve. What? <laughs> well, for... they're going to try to, apparently, but I wouldn't think yeah. they're actually going to succeed at all. <laughs> so, Why? Uh, Kotaku had a pretty, like, basically quoted the, the, some of the, the patents that, in theory, that Valve are infringing that belong to BT. And what? typically, this, these patents are fairly vaguely worded. Well, they're not just um, vague, they're also, like, ancient, which is why they're vague. <laughs> yeah, and fairly all-encompassing in some cases. So, you know, I've broken down three of them here, where it's like, uh, and, and tried to explain it in my own words so I understand them later. So here goes. Um, an integrated way of allowing users to buy content from other provider portals. So uh, I'm guessing that means that you're, you're effectively using Steam to buy Origin and Uplay games. Right. And apparently that's a BT thing. That one kind of makes the most sense to me. Maybe that you could have a patent for some kind of crazy integration. You know, things you're selling, okay. your your own distribution channel is distributing stuff from other distribution channels. Maybe there's something there. So can you do um, that on Steam right now, like buy Origin games? Or? But you, you have done for years. Well, not Origin games, not any longer. <laughs> I mean, probably there still are games for sale that... I don't know, actually. I, I, the only one I can think of is, like, Spore, because that's been on sale again, but I'm not even sure what would happen if you tried to buy that. I'm not even sure how, how that Spore would probably. be integrated to Origin. <laughs> yeah, Spore even there. I don't know. It's, are the Spore servers even up? Well, the servers might not be. Yeah. The game should still work. I don't know, because Spore had that weird activation stuff, right? Sure, but then that I would hope be they the part all that would out. be like implemented inside Origin, presumably. Yeah, you'd hope. I do wonder if like I could ever get my copy to run, or if I can register it with Origin or something. Or should be able to. Yeah, weird one. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> next bullet point, which is even vaguer: a form of pull notifications, possibly based on server files. So. I, th- I think what this was about was like, you know how push notifications in theory work where the server tells the device about something like a pull notification. I'm guessing is, you know, the device polling, like, uh, have you got anything for me? But asking for a specific server file suggesting that, wow. okay, may- maybe some of steam's processes generate files, which are, you know, physical files that live on their servers that isn't are then that requested the, by the Steam clients. Where you make a get HTTP request and it gives you... No, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, this is where the specifics, I think, might be might be important. Like, you don't necessarily request files, do you? You request a... a you, you make a call into something and you end up with a generated set of data for the majority of the web. Well, arguably. it could be a flat file, like in the old it days. It could be a flat, flat file, file, but yeah, originally. but this... I, I guess for this particular type of polling request, you don't normally poll a flat file. I don't know. It's 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 it is weird, but I wonder if there's something to the specifics here where it's like maybe that's how Steam manages all its notifications and stuff. It generates them as files, as a personal file somewhere on their servers, and your client goes and looks for that specific file, which seems a bit weird. And how would they know? Kind of all this pattern infringing stuff is like I don't know, really. Um... What do you call it? It's, it's opportunistic, isn't it? Well, you have to be seen to be protecting them, is the thing. It's like trademark law, isn't it? Like, if you don't yeah. protect your patents, they're effectively void. Yeah. Um, so big corporations are 
yeah, big corporations are kind of encouraged to do this. Um, and the last one I've got is basically steam broadcasting, um, like an ability, the ability to send a copy of what you're doing to someone else over the internet or some something to that effect whilst having a monitoring screen for said broadcast. So Twitch and YouTube Twitch, are, right. in theory, <laughs> totally infringing this as well. Well, I think in their cases, it's not the same because it's in Steam, it's integrated inside the client. I think that's why it's similar to the BT idea because it's integrated in the client, whereas Twitch and YouTube is just like a web service. Oh, I see what you mean because because the, it probably tied a distribution platform with broadcasting in it. Yeah, but then surely Xbox and PlayStation are then like in theory in trouble for this as well because that you could argue that's ingrained. Yeah, but they just use Twitch, sort of. <laughs> um. Sort of. I don't know what PlayStation actually uses. I think there are ways of doing it where it's internal to it, but you might be right. It probably is Twitch. You might be right. So yeah, that's happening. Right. Stuff. It's weird. It's weird. Okay. Uh, Nintendo had a direct all about the 3DS. Trying to convince us that games are happening. Any news? Uh, I've only picked out I've picked out four bullet points. There was there was stuff, but you know, these given how you usually react to Nintendo Directs and my coverage of them, I'm, I'm breaking it down for you. Breaking it down. Uh, Mario Maker is coming, coming to 3DS. Would be ideal. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but is it any good? Like, can you? Has it got the full power of the Wii U version? So their language describing it was a little odd in places. They, they they basically said that the majority of courses created for the Wii U will be playable on the 3DS. Oh, so cool. that suggests that some stuff is missing. Oh, Whether that is mechanical bad. stuff or if that's size of level uh, limitations are different mm. is not 100% clear. Um, but it looks like a pretty good, pretty close approximation of the wii u version it's pretty much the same um, the other weird thing they mentioned is like it sounds like the search capabilities for stages on the ds itself will be kind of crappy like i don't know they, they said you can't search for courses by their course id on the on the 3ds version but you can still go and find them in the 100 course challenge or whatever and it's what? like well why? why would you why would you do that like why would you take out searching for specific courses because that was kind of what made it sing on the early days of the Wii U version, right? People sharing their codes and oh, totally. getting Sounds the courses weird. out and about. It's like, why? Why would you do that? I'm assuming, like they, I'm assuming the web portal for Mario Maker will still work. So you could still mark things as I want to play this later, and and then your DS will pick them up. I guess I didn't know but, there was a web portal. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's the, the in theory the preferred way to go and search for stuff because the search capabilities of the portal are way beyond what they've put in the actual game. Right. So you can use a web app to actually find stuff and then just yeah. Okay, but that's it's still cool. Nintendo doing Nintendo, I guess. Sure. I still don't quite understand the web. <laughs> uh, well, at least they no. have a portal. Well, yeah, they're trying. They're trying. Um. So yeah, that's 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 a thing. Uh, that's out December, I think. Uh, December second. Oh yeah, I have a specific note. Um, Mario Party Star Rush. That thing looks a bit odd. That looks a bit <laughs> mental. 
More Mario Party. They're changing the formula again. The only reason I bring this up is because it looks like they're changing the formula completely, like, again. So the board game is, like, um, instead of everyone taking their turns, everyone plays their turn at the same time now. So it's kind of a a hybrid model between um, where they started and that weird everyone's in the same cart model that they've had for the last two games, uh, which is no good. And uh, (laughs) we seem to have lost Dan. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's back. I got, yeah. Uh, I'll just carry on. Um, And it's got like proper download play and stuff like that. So you can just have one copy and link several DSs to it to play it. So, you know, they sort of thought about that. There you go. Mario Party on a DS. It's a thing. Uh, Wii. The Wii. The Wii. What's going on with the Wii? Skyward Sword is getting a re-release. Oh, uh, really? But not, but not a full-on not HD, HD re-release. It's just being released digitally on the Wii U. Which is a bit odd, because I'm not... Do, if you have a Wii U, does this mean you have Wii Boats? Skyward Sword kind of needs Wii Motion Plus. Yeah, exactly. It need, it, didn't it need Wii Motion Plus? Yep. Yeah. If they but, patch out the motion controls, maybe that's worth a look. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. It's the whole point of the game, isn't it? Mm. Well, that was the one thing about that Zelda. Was it swordplay? Yeah. Yeah. They made him... Yeah, he's right-handed. And, and flying the beetle things. Yeah, the whole overworld didn't look much fun compared to the the ocean of, of Wind Waker. Yeah, I, you, can, you can argue that. It, I think it's... It's one of those games that, to me, like not having not playing many of the Zeldas, it feels like that one for some reason it feels overlooked more than underloved. Oh, I think I think it is overlooked, probably. Yeah, it's like it doesn't necessarily feel like the uh, opinions of that game are necessarily justified through play, just through look. I guess I don't know. It's hard to hard to judge. Didn't mind. I think it looks. Like, I think it looks like a Zelda game. I have no prejudice yeah. against it. Yeah, it looks but, a little uh, bit saccharine, but it's it's all right. Uh, and the only other bit I've got here is Japan, Japan are obsessed with their tank games because they're they're, they're trying to do tank multiplayer again um, next year with a tanks. game called Tank Troopers, um, okay. which looks like some kind of uh, you know character based multiplayer tank combat game. Mm-hmm. So imagine Overwatching tanks. I don't know. Again, on the DS. Multiplayer games on the DS. That seems to be their weird focus. Well, it's because no one's buying any consoles in Japan apart from the 3DS. From what I can tell, no one's even buying the PS4, apparently, much. Mm. They're all on the portables. And Nintendo kind of dominates that. Maybe mobile is kicking too much ass over there. I don't know. Mm, It's interesting. Scary. Yeah, that was pretty much all I all I took away from the direct as interesting. I suppose Woolly World is coming to 3DS. You know, they're they're porting that basically from the Wii U and adding some stuff to it. Cross 3D too, because they finally realised they should have a 3D Picross game on the 3DS. (laughs) I get the weird suspicion we knew about that already, but well, I think we'd pointed out that there wasn't one for ages. 
Yeah, we definitely did. We definitely did say, why haven't you done this on a system that can actually now display 3D? Why haven't you made Picross 3D? It's in the name. It's in the name. And apparently they had made Picross 3D since we made Picross 3D 2. <laughs> yeah. Round 2. Yeah, and it's got two colours now. You've got to paint with two colours. The puzzles are slightly tricky. So that would be the one that you definitely want to play, I guess, then, Seg. Maybe. It's possibly the more interesting of the Picross games, right? Yes, we'll have to see. So did anyone see uh, Chigsy at the Apple event yesterday? (laughs) No. Yeah, so he turns up on stage when they just before they launch a new iPhone uh, to oh show my God, off Mitomo Two. No, it, well, it's uh, Ninty's first actual app game, Animal and, Crossing, and it's a Mario game. And what? Uh, guess what? It's a runner, an infinite runner. <laughs> oh well, no! Supposedly yeah. not an infinite runner, I guess. Well, not depends infinite. why you what your not definition infinite. of infinite is. Not infinite. Oh, is it? It's a, it's is a, it a bit like. It's a bit like—is it a bit like uh, Bitrit Runner then, like fixed stages? I think challenge so. stages. Yeah, fixed stages. Okay, well, tap to jump, tap and hold to jump higher. Um, the you know Mario runs automatically, and it looked like it had quite a bit of fun stuff with blocks that reverse your direction and all kinds of stuff. So it's not as simple as first appears, but in terms of controls. Uh, my motor was like, well, this is the first time you can play a Mario game one-handed, so you can like eat a sandwich at the same time. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you could eat an apple at the same time. Uh, well, yeah, you know, we'll be giving that a go. Yeah, I mean, it looks even smart. even if it is a runner, not not all runners are bad. Let's put it that no, me I mean, perfectly uh, clear, but it is perhaps a little reductive. I'm like, sure. You know, it makes sense. They'll do a good one, a very good one, I'm sure, on Nintendo for that style of game. That that style of game makes sense on a on a smartphone, and uh, Nintendo will do a a good one uh, as their mm. first out of the gate kind of actual game. On a and perhaps uh, they solve a lot of the problems a lot of runners have by not making it procedural. You yeah, know, by making by making it a stage based. Yeah, game. The, the, it looks like carefully crafted. And the other thing he said was, it's a flat price. There's no like in game. It's like a premium app. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's a premium app. So, um, did you see Lumines came out on iOS? Uh, I heard about that. Yeah, um, I haven't played it, but and apparently the control isn't so hot. But well, it sounds weird because it's like um, portrait. Yeah. So it. No, I Although know. a large portion of the screen is is your next cue, it seems. Okay. A large, you know, good good third of the top of the screen is just your next three blocks. I mean, it would make a lot more sense to do meteos. Right, I'm not sure you have enough fidelity with your finger. Yeah, like, you work on a tablet. I'm not sure on a phone. Yeah, well, mm. you, you need a stylus for meteors, really. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Or for high-level meteors, as we got to, I guess. Especially Zach. Zach is too good at that. When are they going to make one of those for the 3DS? Oh my god! Yeah, just do them. No, man, another meteors. That'd be so good. Imagine what they could do with the music now. They have more power in that thing. It's but Q aren't around anymore, are they? Or what? Or what did they do? Because they would they make Channel no, Beat them for Microsoft? Kind of, yeah. I'm not sure Q games are actually a thing anymore. I think Mizuguchi no. is is uh, is on another thing. So I don't know who owns Meteos. Mm. 
I don't think it, I I don't think it's Ninty. I don't mm. think Nintendo own Meteos. Mm. Oh, we lost Zach this time. Connections connections are blinder. Going left and right. Yeah. Was that is that the same thing there? Oh. Yeah, and he's way. back. Oh, this is mysterious. This is mysterious. The mystery. Uh right. Uh what else is going on? Uh PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh before we get please? to that. Before we get to that, I'm going chronologically here. Oh. Did anyone see Dara O'Brien's go 8 bit? Chronological? As in uh, in 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 the, in the order in which it happened other than when you jumped to Apple, but you know whatever. But <laughs> Oh, I didn't realise that we put did things in the order well, of the days across the two weeks. Oh, I try, yeah. I try to, just in case it makes makes sense, like oh, so we don't get ahead of ourselves. Okay. In terms of what we talk about, but, I never know. knew that. <laughs> so, sometimes it structures it better. Sometimes. Okay. Not always, but then Darrow Breen's eight bit came on. It's not related to PlayStation meeting in any way, but you know, I just thought I'd talk about it. That was on telly Monday night, right? On Dave. Dave. I think they finally managed to make a good video game show. No, it, it was be. all right. Can't be done. It was actually all right. <laughs> they've they've taken the sort of panel show idea, at, but they occasionally play games. How and does like that work, for, then? It, well, they sort of they have a chat, make some jokes. They get some comedians on. They get some games or you know famous famous people. Um, so we had Susan Kalman and David James were the guests on this one. Um, right. And they they they're teamed up into pairs with journalists, like games journalists, and um, they, okay. they have like a, a Richard Osman style. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's been in things before. Um, sort of late lady video game journalist who talks all the all the technical details and is the historian behind all the games and stuff like that. So they sort of play off that a little bit, and right. uh, uh, and then so. They, they they do that little bit of blurb, and the little bl- bit of blurb is normally to lead into the uh, a conversation about a specific game, which they then play. So before that, they get the audience to vote on who the, which of the teams they think they'll win, um, and that and the highest percentage of whichever team. It's a weird system in that like oh, if someone votes thirty one percent for one team, and the other team gets sixty two percent, they're going to win. That round is worth sixty two points for both teams. Right. So it's like if it's really off center, then the round is worth a hundred points for some reason. Or, you know. <laughs> Or if they think it's going to be a close fight, then it's worth fifty points. So it's it's a slightly weird scoring system, but I guess why are close fights worth less? Surely it'd want it the other way around. Yeah, it's a bit strange. It's just it's just voting based, so you know, they just want to come up with some sort of audience participation, I guess. Right. Uh, And then they play the game, and then they get points, and with a bizarre rotating stage. So they face the couches towards the big screen, and it's a. it kind of works. It, su- it suffers from a little bit of you know classic editing, where the the editor is obviously more interested in looking at the people playing the game than actually showing the game, which makes it a bit tricky to follow what's going on sometimes. Right. Yeah. Um, that's just editors not knowing quite what to do with the medium, I guess. Um, but it, but it does sort of work. Like you know, there were moments where Susan Kalman was terrible at video games, and then they highlighted it in dramatic fashion, showing replays of her doing loops in Chucky Egg. Instead of it being able to control the game. It's kind of good. Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Go check it out on Dave. It's all right. Check it out. What was the game featured? Well, oh, they played they play quite a few. They played the original Tekken. They played Chucky Egg. Um, Tekken's not a bit. <laughs> 
No, they 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 kind of break the rules a little bit. Um, right. I think there was blind Tetris, you know, the classic where you have one player telling you what to do while the other player is blindfolded and actually has the controller. Right. Yeah. Which went terribly, but it was pretty funny to watch. Um, and uh, at the end of the show, they did a bizarre, like they sort of come up with stupid ways of playing games. So they basically took Super Buster Move, yeah, uh, and made their own version of it, and then through the power of conductivity made it so they had to touch people around them in order to make the motions go in certain directions which was highly weird because they just had like some someone dressed as Chun-Li and Zangief for one play and he just had to touch them on their wrists or their chest or something and it would detect that as a con- as conduction and then okay and then Activate move the cursor on the screen it was it was really odd <laughs> but fairly entertaining That's a thing. Mm. And it's weirdly aimed at us as an age group, I would argue. That sort of people right. who grew up with this thing rather than the kids of here and now, I guess. Mm. Which makes sense, I guess, given their hosts. Who is it? Dara Breen and anyone else? Or? Oh, well, Dara Breen, well, yeah, they have two regulars, but I can't remember their names off the top of my head. They're... they're they're, they're video games journalists that have been in the game for a long time, and, right, the, and yeah. the sort of their Richard Osman lady equivalent is is the same thing. She's she's been doing uh, been doing a lot of lot of journalism over the years. Mm-hmm. I think she was one of the. I think they were all guests on Video Game Nation, which was a short ran for one season video game show on Challenge. I think so. I watched a bit of because it had Dan Ma who used to be off Inside Xbox on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was he Mr. Pointy Head? He might have been Mr. Pointy Head. Yeah. Cool. Check that out on Dave, that? I guess. And then last night, PlayStation Meeting. Do you want me to do the full, like, uh, sh- my, my show rundown? Well, if you've got There's notes. not really that much to run down. It's like, <laughs> no, there isn't. Very there much isn't. Today. Not a great deal. Uh, the, well, they said a lot. In the terms of garbage marketing talk. Hey, it's the best time to be a gamer right now. It's the best time. Uh, But they pretty much sort of got straight to the point. PS4 Slim, they acknowledged its existence. Um, They didn't acknowledge the leak's existence, but they just sort of said, hey, we've made Slim. Uh, And called it the standard from now on. So the original PS4 is going non-existent, I guess. Yep, it's toast. As you would That's expect. Standard. Uh, it's out in a week. So September 15th is its official launch day, and it's 259 quid. And yeah, it's a PS4. As normal. But slightly With smaller. That, yeah, but slightly smaller. I actually kind of don't like the new look as much as the old one, I've sure. decided. Those rounded edges and the sandwich look, just it's a bit crappy. It looks cheap. It does look cheaper, for sure, I think. Yeah. And oh, we might as well just skip around here. The PS4 Pro looks the same level of cheap. Well, it's like an extra... It's like a club sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's basically the same size, just with an extra bit of bread on top. Well, not exactly the same size. It's a little bit bigger. Quite a bit yeah. bigger. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a definitely a... Once you're... Yeah standard go to take the school sandwich and one is a serious club sandwich you get at like a restaurant (laughs) 
taste the difference pack. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a strangely muted uh, auditorium, and and actually the reveal they didn't seem to really. It was. Big it it up was especially it was weird because very... I watched a little bit of this on Twitch stream, and um, it was quite strange hearing the kind of. Um, applause or lack thereof when contrasted mm. with the Apple event, which was about an hour before. And Apple, Apple were not announcing anything particularly good, to be honest. And everyone mm. was going, woo, and all of that stuff and, and, and clapping loads for all of the crap that they were coming up with. Oh, like, man. yeah, we've removed the headphone jack. Woo. So, yeah. Because we're and like we've... courageous or something. And uh, we think wireless earbuds with no cables at all aren't going to get lost in about five minutes. Yeah, or that nick straight out of your ears. <laughs> Boy. And they look like, they look really strange. I've never seen wireless earbuds that look like, they look like sort of little hair dryers. Um, they're a bit dangly. Yeah, they've got little sort of um, cylinders sticking down, I guess, so that you mm. can talk, uh, which I guess is good. But oh, what You reckon one of them might have a jawbone-style mic in it? Or... Well, apparently they have, I think they might both have mics and bone whatever sensors vibration sensors to get a clear um a clear sound hmm. they're Is probably right? technically great i think they look like garbage but <laughs> yeah well i don't even i don't like the sound of the um standard ear pods or whatever the hell no I throw I them away and get a uh, sony headphones immediately when i buy yeah. an iphone Sen- so. Sen- sennheisers are good if you want inner ears yeah, I, I I find my Sony's quite trusty because um they're they're not too expensive and they have no. good sound. Because basically I realized that I, I bought at one point I bought expensive ish um in ear headphones and you realise after a while that like um it doesn't matter how you know, if you pay, if you pay more, they don't last longer because there's just no, no, the, the cable the still the, the cable yeah. still breaks. Up so you have to strike a balance of, of like how much you willing to pay for sound quality, given that you know that you're just going to have to accept when they break. Whereas other things, almost all other electronics, I don't I don't expect to break like at all, really. Mm. Uh, but just cables. I've, I've come to realise the the in ear ones that I just and also I keep them in my pocket so. Um, so, but that, so that's going to be annoying, but I just won't buy an iPhone. So that's fine. Uh, uh, anyway, um, where were yeah. we? Oh yeah. The contrast with PS4 the Sony event. Pro. Yeah. yeah. So it was very, it was kind of, it, I didn't think their reveal was very well staged, let alone like the lack of, in, the total lack of enthusiasm from the crowd. I guess it's because we knew all of this was coming, really. They didn't really say well, anything. They we should didn't have really padded know. the audience. They, that's what Apple do. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I sure they really could have found any... some super fans of, of PlayStation to, to stick in there. I mean, the only thing we really learned from this was that it's called Pro and not Neo, uh, and that it's a club sandwich. Like, everything else, we kind of we kind of knew. I mean, they um, showed I mean... some gameplay footage of stuff playing with the more powerful console, which they then streamed in crappy quality, so you couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, you couldn't really see it. And, you know, the classic problem with going, here, here's HDR. Can, can't you see the difference? And it's like, no. It's a bit bloomier on this screen. I can see, yeah. I can see less. Well, that's why they said they uploaded the files, <coughs> so you can download them if you haven't have a 4K monitor to watch. Yeah, one. a 4K monitor with the um, 
high dynamic range, I guess. But it's just a little strange that they did that on, I guess it's for, for the people in the audience, but it just comes across as a little weird in an era where you know every, this is going to be streamed to the people that don't have their stuff. It's like, here, look at this, isn't it great? And it's like, well, I can't tell. I mean, they're adding... For the record, HDR does that. look pretty... For the record, HDR does look pretty great. <laughs> you I see it, run. say they'd add the HDR back into the standard PS4 um, which, with this firmware. Which is neat. Yeah, is I didn't. Cool. I wasn't one hundred percent sure that was going to be possible. Because I best, I, it just. I guess it just happens that their HDMI standard is just good enough that they can do that. Right. Yeah. Um, it certainly basically did say that the games are probably not going to actually render in four K resolution, and then sort of talked around it by saying, "Hey, we've got this fancy temporal anti-aliasing and other techniques." So. I'm getting, he's basically saying games will upscale to 1080, but can, will probably render above 1080. And that would be t- interesting. It'd be interesting to see what the intermediate resolution is. Probably people yeah. will just go for. Well, if they go for 1080, then oh, you 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 just quadruple everything, don't you? Which is not the best upscaling, is it? I suppose because 4K is is four lots of 1080, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, pretty much exactly. That's the yeah. res, isn't it? Yeah. Christ. So I, well, I wonder if they go like something like fourteen forty p and up that because you know yeah, this thing isn't this thing. Let's be let's be real. This thing isn't an, isn't going to be a massive performance jump over the last no. one. It's going to be a jump, but not it's like not Project Scorpio, which probably it's, no, is it's, it's not what it's not what Scorpio is promising. Yeah, it's um. So you know, it's it's ability to render ten eighty. You know, it's not going to be that much. You know, it's not going to be that much higher than that. And well, even then, awesome they said, they me, said that, I mean, it's not going to happen. But I have a 1440p monitor, so if it could output yeah. that, that would be great. But I don't think it will. But even then, they said that like developers have the choice of how they use Neo. They may choose to stay to 1080 and just increase the world graphics, or even weirder, they seem to suggest that the Neo will, or Pro will be able to choose how it upgrades the graphics based on what screen you've got attached. So if you've got a 4K screen, he he seemed to imply that it may choose to up the resolution over upping the detail. Okay. So it makes choices on your behalf or whatever. Yeah. So does that mean like if you run a 4K HDR screen, it just goes, oh, you know what? You'll, you probably want the resolution over the extra foliage. Like presumably the developers are fixing that and that kind of makes sense to fix that maybe but it's 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 a little weird it's a very strange scenario to be in well in terms of console land because it basically means there's now like three or four different variants of the same game yeah on the same console (laughs) it's i mean pc games have lived with having a million variants for years so but it is i agree it's slightly strange it's the brave new world yeah uh, so they started hinting, like through the through the talk, actually, like they they sort of would, were casually dropping hints as to when this thing was actually going to be released. So Call of Duty were first up, basically saying, "Hey, we'll have day one support for PS4 Pro in Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare Remastered." And it's like, "Well, you're coming out in November, so this thing's coming out in November." And uh, yeah, it turns out that was pretty much dead on. Uh, November tenth is the release date. Right. So again, not long, and it's three hundred ninety nine dollars, which I think worked out as three hundred and fifty nine pounds. So a hundred pounds more than the um the, the the regular one. So which again, not terrible pricing. 
Yeah. It could have no, been it could have been good. a lot worse. Yeah. So yeah, all right. All right. Um and we did get to see a bit of Mass Effect Andromeda, which I'm not sure we actually really saw before. No, we haven't. I I, I wasn't impressed by that, although I saw no, it. No, I mean it didn't it's hard to tell. I'm not sure the, the graphics were really shown off there, apart from when it, you got a brief bit of particle physics-y stuff when the cloud turned up. It's very um, weird how the, your character was sort of walking around and then doing dramatic um, jetpack jumps and then carrying yeah. on walking slowly. And how your teammates just suddenly appear at the appear, end. It's like, what yeah. RPG style? Why is that happening? <laughs> it, very much, it very much looked like work-in-progress footage. I hope so. Yeah, it's like but, maybe they maybe they hadn't animated any of the other characters yet. <laughs> They'd only had yeah. the models for cutscenes. <laughs> I mean, I never had particularly high hopes for more Mass Effect, but I don't know. I don't know. I I really want it to be good. I'm just I'm kind of not hype, but I I I ho- I have hope, but not hype. If you see what I mean, and like I, I really want it to be good, but I just don't. I'm not convinced it will be. I, know, uh, I think also that demo seems to just be like the story of Border Worlds. <laughs> it's like there's all these vaults and all these different planets. <laughs> They've just nicked the ending of Borderlands Two. No, yeah. Border Worlds. That was what that was going to be. Then oh, Borderlands right. Two, where there's like there's all these other vaults. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it was weirdly like exactly the same. <laughs> Do you reckon they're going to do Border Worlds? Um, I don't know. What what is that developer even doing in general? They're just a publisher. Well, they did Battleborn last. I guess. And selling the rights to Telltale. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they're secretly working on Border Worlds. Some kind of weird, not really MMO. I'd be surprised if they didn't do a next-gen Borderlands of some kind, but... Who knows? Um, finally, this wouldn't have been a PlayStation conference without at least one case of uh, technical fuck-uppery as uh, the, the guy from Call of Duty basically walked on. He starts talking, and then weirdly you can hear some background chatter. Oh, no. Some guys just going, his mic's not on. His mic's not on. His that mic's not on. I mean, that was and then they handed funny. him a proper mic, and it worked. <laughs> Yeah, his mic's not on. It's quite <laughs> embarrassing. Like... That wouldn't have happened at the and didn't happen at the Apple event. Well, no, in fairness, Microsoft doesn't haven't really ever had a, a hitch like that on their shows yeah. yet. They're always they're always pretty slick. Uh, yeah, so that was that's that's the news. Unless anyone's got anything else. Nope, I think that's about it. Ba, 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 ba. News. Right, move on to what you've been playing. Whose turn is is it this time? I don't know. Yours? Mine? Uh, Where were we? Uh, I'd finished Metal Gear, hadn't I? I'd done that. I I don't Um, think we talked about finishing Metal Gear. Didn't we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Not on air. Oh, that's right, because I guess I did it, um, because I've been on holiday, so I guess I did it just at the end, at the start of my time. So, yes, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I finished Metal Gear. Hooray! Um... Anything well, what, to say, or is it just now? What am I doing next? Sort of. I'm trying to figure out what to do next. I mean, you know, story stuff, Metal Gear. I mean, I. It's annoying that you have to replay that whole, um, intro intro mission complete with tutorials and everything just to get the ending. 
Uh-huh. Um, but that uh, small like thirty seconds of clip. Yeah, I didn't. I expected it to be the same, and then I, I kind of. It took me a while to realize that it was going to be exactly the same, pretty much. That yeah, I, would have to I, go I, every... I, I, I did hope for more twists. Well, I, 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 I mean, just in that mission, I was hoping that it would let you skip the tutorial stuff at least. No, yeah, like, uh, but no. Anyway, but uh, it didn't really matter. I mean, I got all. I the can only assume it was unfinished. Stuff. Yeah, I think it, it seems like that whole end, uh, that whole back end of the game was rushed. Uh, which is weird because it's such a long game. Yeah. With so much content. It seems like um, it could have been, you know, if they planned it better. But I guess they, they just cut the cord on him, I guess. That's the idea. But he could have planned to... I feel like, um, you know, it's a really epic like game with tons of stuff in it. Um, but they could have planned it better and, and, like, known what resources they had to actually finish it. And then, do you know what I mean? They could have put I'm less surprised. in it and like yeah, made sorry. it make more sense, or not more sense, but just more satisfying. I'm surprised Konami didn't just cut it at the end of chapter one, and then very clearly um, say that hey, this is this is Mogus Sword Five will be like sort of episodic, maybe, and yeah. perhaps throw chapter two in finished as a DLC pack, or yeah, they could have done that, yeah, but I don't think they wanted to carry on development um, at all, really. Build no. online stuff, so uh, yeah. Um, but it's fine. They, I mean, the, the it should have been called like like people have pointed out. I mean, it's it's a shame they called it uh, part two or whatever they called it. Episode. What's it called? Chapter part two. two? Chapter two. Yeah. Chapter one and chapter two is stupid names for those things. It should be like main game and epilogue, basically. Hmm. Uh, uh, or uh, what do you call it? Bonus um, content. Kind of. I mean, there's quite a lot there, actually. Um, even if you take out the, um, you know, the the retooled missions that you've played before, mm. um, uh, there's there's still quite a lot there, really. Um, yeah, the story stuff. Yeah, exactly. Which is good. Like, um, uh, if you're disappointed by chapter one in terms of Metal Gearness, it gets more insane than Metal Gear in chapter two. So. Um, and it, it helps explain what's going on in chapter one as well, which is good. Um, there's a lot of those audio tapes <laughs> to be mm. to listen to those. And a I've, lot of tapes. I think I fully upgraded my base, or I think I've got one more pl- um, uh, thing to... Platform. Platform to upgrade to level four. But yeah, pretty much got all. And I got all the fun toys and stuff that I wanted, so it's pretty good. And I didn't really kill anyone apart from that I had to... I guess story reasons. Hmm. I should go and look at my stat, but I think I killed like eleven people or something in the course of the game. So that was by accident, probably. Uh, so that was quite cool. I think yeah, I'm probably never going to play again, uh, story wise. <laughs> Although I, might, you never know. But you've uh, got stuff I, to finish off, presumably. Still, well, I still some. Yeah, I've got tons of side ops to do, and I quite enjoy doing the side ops, to be honest. So I probably will go in. And there's that, and there are more missions in terms of. Um, the retooled missions I haven't done the last few you know um, there's Sir Philanthropus in extreme mode and stuff like that which I'm not sure oh, I yeah, bothered I, with I think I did that one I'm not sure oh did you do it oh yeah. right okay um, it's probably not that bad once you've got all the oh maybe not the maybe not the first one because it makes you do the first Sir Philanthropus I think I think I skipped that one oh I hate that probably bit 
that bit was really bad. <laughs> it's yeah. one fight in, the in the like a really, yeah. really long game. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it is all about what to what to decide to play next. I um I I had a quick um go at uh Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but it ran really, really badly for some reason, even though it's quite old. Um, I I, ran, I tried to run it at my native res, and it it was I don't know why it was dropping frames all over the place, and it found it quite difficult to play. Actually, I tried to turn down the graphics, but it was looking pretty shoddy as well at the same time. I think it's just not that optimized or something. Anyway, if you run uh, if you run things at 1080 on your 1440 monitor, do they still look or does does the scaling look all right? I don't really know because I never do that. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I don't want to, but um, I should probably give it a try. But uh. Um, I mean, I guess that game was designed for 1080 on the yeah. PS4 and stuff. Oh yeah, well it's probably probably before. Because don't forget, Black Black Flag was originally released on PS3 and 360 exactly, on like, exactly. like 720. So it's like the, the yeah. PS4 version at least was was 1080. Yeah, mm. uh, I um, yeah. So that was weird, um, but it put me off a bit, and it was like, oh oh, I remember. Yes, the traversal mechanics in the, in in um, Assassin's Creed, you know, have are quite polished after all this time, um, I suppose. But I have to relearn all that shit. Uh, um, you know, when to be holding in the right trigger for the free mm. running and all of that, jumping off buildings the wrong way and falling to a death stuff. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to re-figure out how the, mm-hmm. how, all this stuff. Anyway, um, and today um, I gave the Doom demo a try, which is only 10 minutes or whatever, but that runs really great. So... I don't know what's going yeah, on. With, it's, it's, yeah, it's well, it's 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 amazing, but you know, ID wise, engines, yeah. ID engines. Yeah, yeah. Just, Although it it didn't work at all really until I upgraded the um, uh, graphics driver, uh, and then it worked fine. I don't know what. Was oh, wrong. really? Uh, hmm. Well, can it you Vulcan even, it? Uh, I don't know. How can you Vulcan the demo? They might not have patched the demo to support it. I don't know. What What is that then? That that's well, a different driver. Oh. Yeah, well, Vulcan is instead of OpenGL, it will run on Vulcan, and in theory, you can squeeze an extra ten percent out of your. Is that Nvidia? Out of your card? Uh, no, it's just it's. It's just it's open. a. It's an open source one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I I think I saw the option. I didn't. I I mean, I saw the drop down, but I didn't see the options in the drop down. So I just left on OpenGL. But maybe I sh- I shall switch that. I think there were options in the demo, so maybe I'll give it a try. Uh, yeah, and that, but if it's already running at sixty, then you'll never notice. Oh, it's running fine. Yeah, maybe in yeah. chaotic scenes it would it would drop, but um, you know because you've only got so much in that demo or whatever. But and you're only really fighting the imps or whatever. But it seems like a lot of fun, definitely. And it's I, a fun I, game. I, um, I wasn't, you know, my fears about the uh, uh, the melee being a bit much were. I mean, that seems absolutely fine. Yeah, fun. it's weird, isn't it? it look, I think it looks worse, yeah, maybe from the outside than it yeah. does to actually play it. Yeah, somehow that's true. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. Um, and so I think I might try Shadow of Mordor n- n- next. I don't know. I, I think that seems like a you kind of game. Yeah, I think so. Um, th- that was weirdly mentioned in the PlayStation Pro news. Did you see that? Yeah, that was yeah. a strange callback. Anyway, yeah, that's kind I, guess, of weird. Well, I guess Warner Brothers they needed to wanted to be there in some capacity, and it's like, well, what do we show? They should well, have shown Batman if they were yeah. going to do that. Shouldn't they have come out with like, oh, here's Arkham Knight? We've PS4'd it. I mean, we've proed it. Proed it, yeah. Proed. Well, 
So I'll, I'll give that a try, see what the performance is. I mainly want to see what this um, the fuss is about with the, um, you know, r- rival system with the, or whatever mm. the system's called, with the orcs. And, and that, that seems really cool. And, you know, it's it's a, a little of Assassin's Creed, a little bit of Batman combat. Um, see if a little it's, bit of stealth, yeah, a little yeah. bit. And I quite like, I mean, I have to see how badly they use the license. Because uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I have to see whether it engages me <laughs> in a kind of Lord of the Rings level at all. I see what you mean. I haven't watched I, those uh, films for a while, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go back and watch. I um, get the impression they play it fairly light, actually. In terms yeah, of exactly. Trying to tie it, so it's yeah. So I I I'd probably give that a try. Cool, that'd be interesting to hear. Uh, yeah, that's me. Uh, not you tempted go? to go in on Doom then after the demo. Plus well, Doom. It's, it's more of that. Well. It just gets more insane. It just gets more insane. Well, I'd probably get a bit overwhelmed quite quickly, but I mean, yeah, I'm kind of tempted. Um, Doom. Doom. Uh, I, I, I was thinking, looking at my list of games, that there aren't any big PC first person shooters like there used to be that I want to. Especially be not single player. Yeah. That That's kind what of I mean, happen. single player. That yeah. kind of doesn't happen anymore. That used to be the genre. What is it now? Call of Duty isn't really a PC game. Um, I mean, you, not can, that you can play it if you want to play yeah. the campaign of those, and they're not, not really. bad versions. Yeah, I guess. I'm not really interested in that, though, anymore. Uh, so, yeah, it's weird. Um, I don't know, Deus Ex? I, it's not really a shooter. I, mean, I do. I am. I am getting a little bit interested in Infinite Warfare. The more I see of that, the more I kind of like where it's where where it's going. Oh, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit like stuck. Is like a bit of me is like, well, I'm probably going to buy a Pro when it comes out. Like, finally right. dip into the PS4. Right. Yeah. Um. So I'll probably pick up the Pro. But then also, it's like, well, hmm, do I want Infinite Warfare on on the Pro or like to, on PS4 to get the most out of its new? newfound power or do i do the classic thing which is stay on the xbox because that's where kippers will be playing mm. that seems so sensible with that even, even though i'm more even though i'm more interested in the campaign part of infinite warfare mm. yeah tricky one i probably will end up with the xbox version but follow the crowd yeah They'll be but yeah, you're right. On, on the PS Pro or whatever. But yeah, um, you're right. Gen- generally, single player um, FPSs have kind of gone the way of consoles only. Or if they are on a console, you hope there's a PC port. I mean, admittedly, Doom is on consoles, right? And apparently, it plays perfectly well there. Like, you uh, can, like really, I know okay. someone who's playing the PS4 version of Doom, and yeah, it seems totally, totally viable, <laughs> despite its crazy speed and despite its. Uh, I think the auto aim is relatively generous, um, but it's uh, yeah, it's totally playable. Runs perfectly fine, you know that kind of stuff. It's... We just have to hope Microsoft will eventually make Halo Six on PC. Come on, you never know. I mean, they that's did say all their first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they did say all their first party titles are going to head that way. I guess you played uh, Tricky Towers with me last weekend. Uh, I guess I did, yeah. Yeah. 
was a sort of house party thing and there was a PlayStation turned on and Tricky Towers was the game of the moment, it seems. So had you heard of this before? Well, no, it only just come out, apparently. Oh, right. I had to look okay. it up. Um, okay. uh, yeah, it's a sort of slightly weird physics-y take on Tetris. Yeah. would be the way to describe it, where the goal is to actually build towers rather than clear lines. But woe, woe before you if you accidentally bre- like cause the physics to create diagonal blocks, because then you're screwed. Yeah, it was. I found it quite tough. It's Although tricky. I'm pretty shit at Tetris anyway, so I, I'm not very good at rotating blocks fast enough <laughs> in the right <laughs> configurations. I, I guess the clue was in the name, but it was actually surprisingly difficult. Hmm. Like, I don't think its power-up system was particularly good for the multiplayer, no. but... <coughs> yeah, give it a try. Yeah, seemed, seemed all right. Yeah, seemed seemed all right. It, was, it was relatively good fun. The puzzle mode yeah. was an interesting take. On, on on how to do things. Like yeah, try try cool. to try to build wide rather than up. And if you go too high, it's how many pieces you have still standing. That was that was kinda interesting. And everyone you drop raises your base. Yeah. I guess that, that game fell down a little bit when it because it kept you on the grid at all times and it's like, oh I need to move this like and it, yes you you're moving your blocks in like half spaces compared to normal Tetris. But sometimes that still wasn't quite right. It'd still be like half of like half of a half space. Yeah, out, moving the half like, space was quite weird. I would it caused me to screw up quite often. But then of course then when you then when your tower gets sway on it, it's like the grid really doesn't help me here. Mm. It seemed you couldn't really like slide blocks down the side of other blocks and stuff very easily or sort of Tetris. No, or like I think if you tried to press against a block, it counted as a collision and any collision takes control away from you. Right. So, so you, you couldn't. So you couldn't. If you were sliding down, as you say, the thing, and you pushed right. If you're sliding down the left-hand side of a block and you push right, it's like you'd cause your block to collide, and then you lose control. Right. And the yeah. physics took over. Um, there was a specific sort of. You could use the bumpers to do a hard shove to the left and the right, like if you okay. wanted to really try and jam it in somewhere. But that didn't really work very often for me in terms of trying to get something in the right place. But yeah, it killed some time. It was a pretty good, fun little game. Yeah, not bad. Especially for that kind of uh, situation. Of mm. Plenty of people. Because, you know, you don't need to know much to know how to play Tetris, but then it's pretty tricky to get good at this thing with all the weird yeah. physics. The physics were a little unpredictable, I guess, would be my main problem with it. Sometimes you felt like, oh, I can jam it in there, no problem, and it would stick like glue. And then other times it would be like, oh, no, that's toppling real badly. Yeah, exactly. And I and I thought I did the same thing. Hmm. I mean, it seemed to have rules like you know, it's a, it was modeling weight and stuff, so you could like weigh things down in order to make some of your moves a bit more more bizarre mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, the physics was relatively strong, relatively, but it just means it was unpredictable. Tricky towers. Yep. Out now. On... I think it's on Steam as well. Oh, I think. Cool. Uh, anything else you tackled? Me? No, I'm done. What, what you been playing? Me or Ziggle? Should we get Zach to, Zach to talk? He's very quiet. Go for it. If you. <laughs> well, hey, Zach. What's <laughs> up? 
there hasn't been much happening at all really mainly for this last week i've just been incredibly tired oh it started last week as rob knows where i had to just mm. leave his house super early because i was like holy shit i'm just going to fall over <laughs> what happened i don't know i don't know what's happened it's just like Your this eye. whole week has been recovering very gradually did you get Your eyes did look bizarrely dark last weekend <laughs> like just sort of like a shadow was cast over your face <laughs> this is quite annoying and it's just like i slept so much but that doesn't it's like i think i've mentioned it before it's like i can only sleep for so long before i my back complains so i have to not sleep any longer <laughs> it's like it's very ineffective when you actually want to sleep more is that because you sleep on your front like a weird person no it's just because i have a, a terrible back as always it's interesting. It's, you can't you can't sleep it off because you will always be in pain after eight hours of sleep. Yeah, exactly. Mm, weird. I did sort of get around it when when I came home from Rob's at the weekend, where I was just like I went to sleep immediately and then woke up to like five thirty and then just sat at the computer for an hour and then went back to bed again. <laughs> it's like sitting up for an hour was sufficient to stave off the back pain. Mm. Mm. So that's that. That's why I haven't been doing much shit. I played a whole bunch more Factorio. Still, these goddamn like long-term high production target achievements, where it's just like they're, they're way higher than what you'd normally get through the process of completing that game normally. So it's like you're playing in the post-game basically, right? And then you just have to keep playing it for a very long time to keep building your factory out further and further and further, like way more than you usually would. And I'm really hoping I can just get these last four achievements and then I'll be done with the achievements and then maybe I can go back to modern Factorio again. Ooh, you're going to S-rank it. Yes. They're not very difficult, really. I mean, I already did the like the difficult ones, the time trial ones. Just these production ones are so such long-term things. So yeah, there was that. And then I played some more Rocket League, I guess, mainly. The other thing. Did the patch come out yet? No. Hang on, let me look at Steam. It might have already come out right now. It has not. (laughs) They said it'd be today, but it hasn't happened yet. Well, they've still got eight hours more than we do, don't forget, if it's like... Yeah, but stuff on Steam's been coming out at six o'clock when they do big releases, right? (laughs) I guess it's not really a big release. It's just, a, just technically just a patch. Mm. It's a Starbound update that I haven't, today, Ooh, that I haven't really. updated yet, apparently. So yeah. Played more of me. Got Finally got my solo rank up to like Challenger Elite or whatever. Gold star. Yay. But I think we might be screwed in our aim of getting to blue in our dream team with Kippers. Because I think my rank might be like gold, three, uh, gold star, and then like division three, like right in the middle of gold star. Because I've basically been hovering exactly there and just like slightly going down into division two, and then going back up into division three, and just constantly hovering at that exact point. It's like, oh, this mm. might actually be the exact skill level that I'm meant to be at. <laughs> so yeah, so as 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 a team with considerably fewer hours than you on the clock. Well, but as a team, we have the bonus of like actual teamwork, <laughs> like <guess>, organisation. Yeah. <laughs> that will probably compensate and, and, for the skill difference. And our doubles play seemed pretty hot that one time we actually did it and yeah, had a fairly decent run. Yeah, 
and also once you get up into the high high tiers of gold that's where it's like that's where you start doing the whiners <laughs> the clowning mm. it's like below that there haven't been that many but as soon as you start getting up there nope. it's like, oh here we go you know what you're actually kind of right yeah for what, you're actually kind of right it's been like in, on our trips it's not been too bad compared to well, season you, one anyway you, like you don't or, see it so much when you're when you're in team games because most of the teams don't talk to the other team directly <laughs> oh i see what you mean yeah yeah but when you're in solo and your teammates are like waving at you for playing defensively oh my god like, your teammates are so bad oh <laughs> get out of the goals like Yep, I, I still get that several times. I was, it wasn't even in a ranked game, it was in like a casual game, but there was one guy who was complaining at me for being goal too much. And then him and the other guy on our team left, and it was like I had two bots for a while. And then two other people joined, and I, it's like we went from losing the previous two games with those previous guys to just completely dominating for the next <laughs> few games. And it was like, yeah, it's not really my fault. It's you guys who don't know how to team work with someone who's defensive. Because these other guys actually positioned and got in the passes and stuff, and also just like you know the the classic problem that I still always have, where it's just like the occasions where I do go forwards and try and make a block or whatever, but then it goes past me, and then the camera swings around following the ball, and I get to watch as both my teammates who are in the goal completely can't stop a singular shot. <laughs> It's especially annoying when it's come from so far away as well. So you had loads of time for that. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean anything, I guess. You could still be like have your momentum in the wrong direction and screw it up, as yeah. I frequently do. But it's just it's it's really it's like people just don't know how to play defense. <laughs> the problem. Oh my god, there's like a massive daddy long legs just dicking about in my paper. Um like shed, what shed it is, what are they called? <laughs> like, things that, that cover light bulbs. <laughs> it just, oh, I don't know if you can hear that, but it's just making such a bloody racket from my side. It's like, <laughs> I'm sure that's not what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hear anything at all. I'll see if I can move the mic closer to it. Hang on, there we go. Oh, nature. Yeah, here we go. There's a train coming, so you probably won't be able to hear shit anyway. Oh, it might have conveniently buggered off at exactly that moment. Naturally. Timing. Lampshade. We're good. No more helicopter bugs. And, a bit like it. and the other thing that I still get occasionally in Rocket League is, like, people still comment on the van, but I always still find that hilarious. Really? Yeah. Is it what, they, is it... Just do people still think it actually has a significantly larger hitbox? Or well, everyone everyone has been told at some point that the van is the worst vehicle, and they're like, "Oh, it's so bad." And it's like, not really. <laughs> yeah, it's just like some combination of like hitbox and like the slight weight differences and stuff. It's just like I don't. All these people have been told that it's bad, but they've never actually played it, and it's like yeah. it doesn't really have that much significant difference. As I know, when I switch surely, to the other cars, and it's like, so oh, these are different, but they're not that different. Surely you have to be super pro before any of that really comes into effect. Like, oh, oh helicopter bugs back. But it's just like, I've, I still, like, in these games, don't wake up next to the bug. It's so annoying. No, it isn't. It it's annoying me. You can't hear it <laughs> most of the time, but it's annoying me. <laughs> 
it's like I'm playing in these games where we're all at the same level and, you know, I'll be MVP in the van. And it's like, clearly the van isn't making that much difference. <laughs> yeah. It's not Do so you bad, always play it? the van? So or not always, but generally. Well, in the casual games, it's my casual vehicle. Right. And it's going to be more convenient after the patch because apparently one of the things that's coming in the patch is vehicle presets so you can save whole loadouts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, when I like want to switch, my, <laughs> switch between my casual and ranked vehicles, I can just do it with one button instead of having to go through all those six different menus. Yeah, so that's what's better. Your, what, what's your ranked vehicle? Just one of the other more normal cars, I guess. Do you use the same one as we do for your normal ranked play? No, I have another one. You have another the, one the other car that's kind of the same as that car. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I think I know what you mean. You have a sort of buggy-like thing. Yeah. I do sometimes feel like occasionally that that like actually screws me up versus the band, where it's like maybe I am getting fucked up by the hitbox, but where I'm expecting the hitbox to be larger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but who knows how much difference there actually is in those hitboxes. It's never really been explicitly discovered. I guess I'm sure no, someone could have like hacked the game to actually like see the hitboxes for reels or whatever. But I've, I've never no. seen it. Oh, I've never seen it either. And even the flatter cars seem to, you know, it's clear that when they hit something on top, that it's some distance away from their top and like sloped in a way that's not necessarily the same shape as the car always. Yeah, like that Batmobile, <laughs> especially the Batmobile. Yeah. So maybe that Rocket League crack will come out and then we can play some stupid rumble. Yeah, see how those boxing gloves feel. Yep, power-ups. Dim gloves. Uh, and I guess we missed something last time that we played. Did we? Yeah, we did talk about Overcooked. That game was fun. I guess. <laughs> You guess? Did you not, did you not enjoy your time chopping no, burgers? I mean, it's, it's fine, but it's just like it's it's exactly one of those games again, where it's like you are you're only ever going to play this with four people in the same room of, <laughs> at the same time. Sure. There's no other way to play that game. Even yeah. less than four people would be as good. <laughs> I think it's probably doable with three, but yeah, four is where it's at. It was good fun. So, yeah. so what is this? Uh, so Over- Overcooked is a four-player party game, we'll call it, with a sort of... But the basic idea is you, you're given a kitchen and, right. and and orders to fulfill, but the positioning of the various stations gets more and more awkward as you get go through the game, right. making your the, the tasks of, of all the players slightly harder. And it always feels like there's slightly too much to do for all of the players involved, and you get a little bit tied up in who's doing what and then you get in each other's way and then bits of food gets accidentally trashed because you're trying to do mm. things fast or various bits of equipment will get on fire and then you have to put it out which is also another thing you then have to do and someone else to come off what they're doing to get the fire extinguisher and put out the fire and it's then someone has to wash the plates and whilst chopping up lettuce and burgers and putting the burgers together in the correct order to fulfill the orders correctly some people don't want fish and chips with chips so you're just serving fish it's yeah there's a lot to it, 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 in one in one hand, it's an incredibly simple conceptual game. Like, right. In the other hand, actually, there's quite a lot going on when you try and play it. 
because it, get, it gets weirder and weirder as you go on. Like there'll be levels that are in the dark and you can't really see where the stations are. There'll be levels where the bits of equipment are sort of moving around periodically, mm. um, either blocking off certain routes that your characters can take, or um, or you know, or just moving who can do what really at any given moment. And that's that's kind of tricky to judge sometimes. Also, it's uh, like it seemed mysteriously like we found we found a mysteriously like unbalanced level where it's like yeah. this level is incredibly harder than any of the other levels we've just been doing. <laughs> just just to get a single star, it has like yeah. the Angry Birds style, you know, the free star format, and it's it like took us took us several attempts to formulate an actual strategy of how to even start to get a moderate score. And I think we were starting to get to the point where actually we need to be going back and getting more stars on previous levels. Um, yeah. To, although some of those will, will be real real challenging if we go back to it. I think next time we play it, I'm going to do it with a fight stick because I had some analog controller problems and was starting yes, to drift did. every now and then. Still, so it's, some reason. But that, that didn't seem to matter which controller I was using. I swapped controllers at one point and still had the problem. So I don't know if that's the the game just being bad, like being not having any dead zoning. I still or, think it's your wireless dongle for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. One of, one of them controllers was wired and had that problem at one point, but yeah. I won't have any problem with my wired controller. No, but you never have problems for some reason. But you have the luck. <laughs> well, it's because the I luck use, of the game. It's because I use equipment that's not ancient. <laughs> so now your controller must be getting on a bit now. Yeah, but I haven't used it nearly as much as your ones. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, where it's like the right stick on my controller is always pristine because I never play anything that's actually using two sticks. <laughs> you never use, a sh- never play shooters with it. I guess. <laughs> like really, the only things I probably put major time in on that on that controller is like Rocket League and um, what's that castle game called? God damn it! How's that completely slipped my mind? <laughs> Team Fortress? No, <laughs> Rogue. Rogue Legacy. Oh Legacy. yeah, Castle <laughs> Game. Got you. Yes, that's probably the only other game that I significantly use that that controller for, really. And that's only on one stick as well. <laughs> you can tell because the left hand stick is all smooth, and the right hand stick, you can just, it's still got the little bumps on the on the four <laughs> yeah, sure. axis direction. Yeah. <laughs> as on my controllers, the left stick rubber is almost entirely worn away. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Or is peeled in some Too way. Old. <laughs> and Still I mean, good. That, that wireless toggle is way older than that. Like, extremely ancient. Mm, no, the dongle is probably newer than most of the controllers. I think I got that after the majority of them. But yeah, they're quite old. Uh, and yeah. also, you've got it plugged into that goddamn hub. No, uh, oh no, I do now. Yeah, I didn't at one point, but that that hub's been stable like for a while now. Yeah, don't plug the USB hub; it's fine. It's fine. I, I could just plug the dongle straight in now. I have got spare ports. I've got spare ports coming out the AAS. Yes, yeah. you shouldn't use that dongle. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I overcooked. It's good fun. I'm gonna play it with the fight stick. I want to see what the fight looks like. It's an arcadey game, so I reckon it will be just fine. Uh yeah, 
Cool. Who doesn't? I, I like my four-player party games. It's difficult sometimes to get four players in a room who actually want to play the same game, but hey, we managed it this time. Uh, right. Uh, so is, it, is that your segue, Zach? Are we moving on? Yes. Yes? Yes? Not that I'm trying to kick you off the air or anything, but you know. It's time. Uh, it's what time. Are you playing, Rob? No, not a lot. <laughs> I, I really don't have that much to talk about this time. I've been playing more GTA. I'm like nearly, it was, I'm over 18 hours into that. Right. Um, into Halfway GTA through, 5. I'm, I'm, maybe. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm sort of prepping for the submarine heist. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, cool. It's like, I, I've pretty much exhausted all the missions I can do with, with all the other characters now. So it's like, um, and I just did the, uh, the, the taking photos of the port basically. And then it's like, Oh, we're actually going to heist this thing. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cause there's two options as usual or whatever. Yeah. Or th- that one's quite different. I think depending on which one you choose. Well, yeah, the both options sounded wildly different. And yeah. Like, they yeah, are so different. I, I, yeah. So I picked submarine just cause submarine. Yeah, totally. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah, that game continues to be that game. I'm not sure I have a great deal to add since last time because it's it is what it is, and it doesn't really change too much as you no. go through. I think we went to, I think into sto- quite a lot of detail last time. And, yeah, I think story wise, it's got a great deal more interesting now that all the three characters are kind of intertwining a bit more, and there's now they're all in play. Uh, yeah, and there's there's yeah, it's got way more complicated, like in terms of the FBI element as well, and and where where's it all going is still a bit of a mystery right now. Um, well, I say it's a bit of a mystery. It'll be it'll be related to the FIB, right? And it and it fall and that whole bit falling apart, and then uh, yep, yep, it's plenty. That's exactly where it's going to go. Um, but but yeah, I'm, I still I'm still having a good time. It hasn't hasn't outstayed its welcome yet. But I did have the moment where it's like I feel like playing something else. But then I realised I've probably got another thirty odd hours of this left. I need to keep going. <laughs> I need to keep going. Yeah, I mean when I'm you know, done with a mission or whatever, I tend to dick around quite a bit <laughs> in between <laughs> them. But uh, if you're like mainlining it, yeah, I guess it could get it gets a bit. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm really mainlining it. I'm doing things that I haven't done before. Whenever I see them, like, like yeah. I'm still sort of doing the tactic of what's near me. Mm. I'll go do that if it's something I haven't done before. Uh, yeah. So I think I ended up like when I was playing on the PC, printed. Not every challenge, but pretty much gold medaling every single shooting range challenge. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, so Franklin got his shooting skill up real fast. That's kind of fun. That thing. That's yeah, all right. It's you know, right. a shooting range. Yeah, it's way easier on mouse than it is on the controller. Yeah, right totally. Um, yeah, yeah. I still think some of the perhaps the. Uh, shooting sections sometimes feel way harder than anything else in the game. Yeah, they're pretty hard um, in places, uh, and that's you know that's how they make missions hard as well. Uh, I guess. Yeah, shooting, and it's not it's not totally absent of the odd bit of jank. Like when I was on that prep mission in the port, there was a moment where it just randomly said, "You've blown your cover," and it's like, "Wait, what? What did I do?" Right, like there was nobody around. No explanation. It just suddenly goes, "You've blown your cover." Like it's like, what? It's not even right, really looks... open world jank. It's more like the mission parameters or detection yeah. is a bit off sometimes. Yeah, it was it was really odd. Don't quite don't quite understand that one. Um, 
so yeah, GTA. I might need to go to the cinema again. I get a bit a bit confused with some of the like cars. Like there was one point where I had a car, and it's like I just bought a garage with Franklin a garage garage, and uh, couldn't 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 put it in the garage for some reason. It just sort of said, "No, you can't put this car here." And it's like, wait, what? Hmm. But it's a car garage. <laughs> it's like, what else am I supposed to put in there? Yeah, I've not had that. That's yeah, strange. and then I drove another car to it later on, and it was like, "Yeah, no, you can keep that." Weird. Yeah, it's a little, little bizarre. I did see it on your uh, TV. It d- does look pretty damn good on your... Not that it looks bad on mine or whatever, but it looks pretty damn good with everything on super high. Well, uh, yeah, as it turned out, the ultra grass was the thing that was causing yeah, its problems. it's probably the grass, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was doing. Like, I need to go go view some sort of comparison, but like ultra grass is a bad idea. It just, yeah. just melted it. Yeah, it's not a good setting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it was adding so much to it. It's it's a, it's a weird one. Like maybe it's suddenly adding shit like dynamic shadows to every blade or something. I don't know. Yeah, potentially but, it can do shit like that. So I think turning that level off is definitely, especially if you go up to the mountain or something. Yeah. Yeah. It just just really started suffering. Have you done but any like been, skydiving or anything yet? No, I haven't, okay. I haven't come across any of that yet. Um, okay. Cool. Other than that drug sequence you watch me play. Have you flown a plane yet with Trevor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you oh, have right. to do that, don't you, before you... Um, Quite early on. Not, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure you have to, but there's, there, yeah, there's some some delivery missions, and then there's right, yeah. uh, one where you have to... We have a route where you can fly under some bridges if you want. And Yeah, yeah. Although the, the, the flying handling is a bit odd, because the, the planes are really wobbly, and I, don't, I guess they're trying to simulate wind, but it's not it's not... Yeah. As easy as you, w- you would want, I guess. It's no, like, oh, yeah, I'll just fly under that bridge. Well. And it's like, oh, no, I can't actually line that up. Yeah, it's trickier than it, it. It's, yeah, it's trickier than it probably should be. I think it's the wobbliness, isn't it? It's the fact that mm. there's oscillations that are quite hard to dampen, which I guess is realistic. It, I mean, that, a lot of flying a plane is about damping oscillations, um, you know, because things do wobble from side to side, I guess. But in terms of dampen, fun. Yeah, uh, you don't. It's not so good, is it? I definitely didn't yeah. feel like free as a bird or whatever when I'm in a plane. I'm, I'm more like, oh, let's get it working. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the some, helicop- some of the, side- the helicopters in like um, Vice City or whatever, you could just go. Was it did Vice City have helicopters? No, San Andreas had helicopters. Yeah, you could just do whatever. You could just fly. It was super easy, whereas it's a bit more tricky in, in five. Yeah, I've not not I've not done too much of it. I so I did a couple of one when I did, like I bought an airfield with Trevor and did a few flying drops with that and that's that's okay. Yeah, that's quite fun. Talking talking to your Mexican provider or whatever. Yeah. Suppliers. Uh yeah. It's 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 yeah, it is what it is. It's it's definitely GTA and playing more of it. As I say, I'm not sure if the I think the tone sometimes might be getting to me now. Like you know, I had that problem the last week when I said we talked about it, but it's mm. just you know, there's a, there's a little bit of like, can, can we all just lie enough a second? Yeah, it it gets a little bit relentless. Um, with the especially with the main story missions of the guys that all the guys you're involved with being dickheads basically. But there is the occasional, like, the, the you know, some of the side missions are a bit more lighthearted, aren't they? Like Strangers and Freaks and stuff. Um, yeah, although they, they, those just, yeah, those are almost too weird in some cases. Yeah, they're a bit weird. Like, I've, I've done one of the uh, celebrity, uh, the theft, celebrity theft missions <laughs> with Trevor. 
Mad dumb. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's that's probably weird. It's like when like it's just the characters agreeing to it. Like I just don't understand that part. No, of it. yeah, Trevor though, I guess it's mental, but still, no reason for it really. Yeah, for something to do. Something to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said before, I think they're presented way better in Red Dead. It felt like there was. Oh more... yeah, Red Dead is just generally more coherent. Um, yeah. Uh, I really like Red Dead. <laughs> I can't wait for. Although I heard I, there was a rumor again of Red Dead HD. Uh, people um, were hoping it would be announced at that Sony event, and it wasn't. Uh, it was wasn't. It was that that event was never going to be a place to announce games. It was, no. that, that's not what. Yeah. But it could. It, you know, that's the latest rumor is that there will be a, a. I didn't think. I thought it was in such a state that they'd never be able to release it for PC, or, or uh, and that they'd just have to release the sequel. Um, you know, ultimately, but mm. hopefully we'll be able to play the original again, uh, you know, on a decent, on a new system before. Yeah, one, one would assume of a remaster job, they've probably rewritten a large chunk of it. Potentially. So, but yeah, I wouldn't want that to take away from them making the sequel because that's what really no. uh, is really going to be pretty damn epic. Absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to that happening. Yep. Uh, yeah, and outside of that, not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, game of the generation. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Uh, yeah, and outside of that, not been not been playing a great deal. I um, uh, I I, I, I dipped into Overwatch to see what the new levels like because that landed. Oh yeah, and uh, it's Icon Wilder, and it's it's okay. I think it, it's it's a trickier level than the others because it's like the 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 open areas aren't so open. And the, the the corridors are relatively confusing, and quite a lot of them. And there's something about the visual style that makes things not stand out quite so much. It's like, don't be wrong; it looks good. They, they've themed it like you know as, as as well as they do every other thing they have in that game. But as a, as a playable level, there's something a little less vi- less visual about it in terms of the feedback of what's going on. There's there's way more places where you can where the people can get the drop on you from above, which is never. Right one of my favorite mechanics in games it's like sometimes it's fun but most of the time it's just irritating it's like oh couldn't see that guy coming well done him but but, uh and it's yeah i'm finding it a little confusing at the the moment um but there's a there's a specific mode at the moment which is just well we're just playing that we're just playing this level it's like it's normal it's a normal game just go on that level yeah so there's, there's a way of learning it i guess so i should i should spend some more time in there uh yeah, it's it's you know Overwatch continues to be Overwatch. I, I'm still, I still really want Zach to be in there though. Well, how long? How many map packs or maps need to be announced before Come Zach on. goes back into it? I was, like, I was I was wondering this to myself in the way that like you remember when TF2 came out, what was the update cadence for that? And it's like actually I don't know. Like maybe this is the same if not faster than the original TF2. Like, started doing character updates? I don't really remember what happened in, like, the medic update and, like, what, how the maps were doled out with the updates to, like, the guns and stuff. I feel like they did quite a big drop on the, uh, in the early part. Like, well, they, yeah, the early one was payload, right? Because they added a couple of payload maps along with a new game mode. And it's, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And they're some which, of the classic maps, aren't they? Well, yeah, not which... Which Overwatch has really shown no desire to actually do other than Lucio Ball, like is to add new game types. Well, they already had Payload. (laughs) Yeah, well, Payload is their main game type in this. 
there's only two, isn't it? There's that and the King of the Hill game. So it's... Uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm playing that. And I don't really know what else to talk about, really. It's like I've I'm, I'm, uh, not, not, not been doing a great deal else, just trying to get through GTA, trying to get through that. Um, I did... I'm highly tempted to give Red Out a go. Um, right. So Red Out surprised me. It, it was like, uh, like, you know, I've been following my future races, like of and the, the development of Grip and the development of uh, Formula Fusion. And uh, yeah, earlier this week... Like a future racer called Red Out by um, an Italian developer. I think it's 34 Big Things, I think they're called. Um, promising to be, yeah, we, we took everything that we liked from Wipeout and F-Zero and we made, we made one of those. And it's uh, generally the reaction that I'm reading online of people that have played it are just like, yeah, you, they, they nailed this. Seriously. So it's like... This this out of nowhere a future racer game or as I'm as I'm learning AG racing might be the name of the genre, right? Like anti grav racing anti-grav. might be the right. yeah might be the genre like the F zero and wipeout and stuff belong to, um, uh, but yeah like out of the blue this thing comes out and apparently is is very good. If you if you're into your future races this might be the thing in a sort of uncompromising way. As in, they that you really have to feel the flow of the drive, kind of way. So, kind of a lot like Wipeout at high speeds. Sounds good. You're gonna play yeah, this I'm, then? I'm, I'm really tempted. I'm really tempted. It's like a thirty pound game, which is right. currently ten percent off. So it's you know it's, it's it's the upper end of what you might want to pay for a future racing game in this age. Mm. Uh, but it seems reasonably well featured. Like it's got twenty tracks. It's got several cars. You know, it's. So 20 that's a lot yeah it's not bad it's not bad i mean fast racing neo had 16 and you could argue that was a half the price when it launched but you know and that and don't forget that fast racing neo dlc is coming out at the end of the month Woo, with another eight tracks excellent uh so it's a good time to be a future racing fan it's a good time so after, I'm, I'm after a long gap i guess yeah I'm, I'm highly tempted to dip into that while we wait for uh i guess October and November is when things start kicking off on 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 my radar. Like it's a year for multiplayer shooters. I'll, I'll probably get Infinite Warfare, and I'll uh, I forget there's another one I'm interested in, but I can't remember what it was. I, I get, I'm getting a bit lost with the number of games about at the moment. Like just I'm sort of like, getting marginally hyped about Planet Coaster. Oh, Titanfall. Oh, really? Once Planet Coaster hit Steam and actually got a release date, where it's like November, and I was like, yes, now I can start maybe thinking about being enthusiastic about this game mm. although i'm still like it'll probably still be good even if they don't manage to make it anything more than a sandbox it's like as a sandbox it looks pretty great like the way that you the stuff that you can build and like the, the just the scenery system that they have allows you to build like quite complicated stuff but again it's just like that's only if you like building stuff in for no reason i guess because it's like it's not there's no way the game can actually detect that you've made something really cool <laughs> I suppose. But you, that doesn't stop you, though, Zach, does it? No, exactly. Like, if you like that sort of thing, it'll probably work as a sandbox, but it's still a question of, like, will they manage to pull off a mission structure or anything to make it, like, or, like, sp- set up, you know, maps, basically. Make it a game game. Like, constraints. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Challenge how good were they in Rollercoaster Tycoon, anyway? Were they actually good, or...? Well, the trouble with Rollercoaster Tycoon was like sometimes they had 
some interesting restrictions, but the, the the only like the only measure of victory they had was always like how many people are in your park or how much money do you have, and it's like that's the only two constraints that they had for defining victory. So yeah. <laughs> after a certain point, if you could just start the ball ball rolling, the restrictions became irrelevant because it's just like okay, I've done enough to get over the initial difficulty, and now I'm just going to keep growing. Yeah, the game was almost always the only trick it had was the starting point, really. Yeah, like the hit you, you you've been put in a worse scenario, or the, hey, the terrain in this area is really messed up, or hey, your park can only be this really tiny area. Milk it. Yeah, exactly. You know, which are challenges. Don't get me wrong, but like that was pretty much all it had, and like so within the first like three or four levels, you've seen kind of what that game is other than it slowly letting you spend longer on the levels to get the higher end gear i guess yeah and that was also the other inherent problem with it is just like sometimes it, it didn't feel like it was balanced very well where it's just like i've already pretty much completed the objective but i'm going to have to sit here for another two years oh yeah <laughs> there, was, there was no early exit no it was always at the end of year four we're going to check to see how many people are in the park you better have enough by then <laughs> Oh yeah, better hope it doesn't explode. Yeah, better, hope, better, hope, better hope one person doesn't leave right at the last moment and completely fuck you. <laughs> Just reload the, the game, save. I guess the game never had enough like actual like uh, what's the word peril? I suppose like so like if things couldn't really go wrong like mid run. Well, if you were ha- if you were having a good run, it and was you were the same target. You were going to do it. It was the same problem as like any game of, of, that with like. Uh, you know pro- avoidable problems where it's just like you, if you accidentally let one of your rides crash you, you just reloaded the save <laughs> it's like, there was no re- there was no point in like continuing and having people not want to go on that ride and then having to demolish it and then rebuild a, a new ride in its place it's just like that's just inconvenient just reload the save and make sure your maintenance guy gets to gets to the ride before it explodes this time <laughs> I suppose it depends on the type of player you are I guess as to whether you do that or not but but yeah, you're right. You cheese it. Yeah, exactly. Especially when it is like a four-year level that you're having to get through and it's like, oh, it's the last half of the last year. It's like, oh, no, this might actually screw everything up, but I can just reload the save So <laughs> I looked up the TF2 map list, going back to that. Oh, yeah. So there was those six maps at, six maps at launch. Yep. And then there was five maps that came out over the next five-ish months. And, oh, but wow. then that's fast. But then there was the big patch, which came out about six, six or seven months after launch. I don't actually know what the launch date is, and these dates aren't helping. Six or seven months after launch, there was a big patch that had six maps by itself. So <laughs> basically okay. tripled within six or seven months, I guess. So that's your standard. That's what you want Overwatch to do before you'll go back to it. So, <laughs> well, I don't. I, I'm gonna have to look at this. I'm gonna have to look at this list because I don't remember it being that many levels. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you that many levels. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. You look at this and be like, "Oh yeah, there are a few levels that we don't play very often, like Turbine and Hydro." <laughs> and two oh, fort. sure. <laughs> two fort. Yeah, those two three. fort was in the original, right? Yeah, yeah. that was at launch as well. Course. Man, I wish people did play Hydro. Hydro wasn't a terrible uh, level. I really because quite it liked... was a weird game type that people didn't yeah. like at the time. I really quite liked Hydro. 
I thought I thought it was kind of it was it was slightly bizarre. Turboing, Tia Turboing kind of fell by the way, didn't it? They used to get a lot of play. Well, it's like no one plays capture the flag either. And the turbine was kind of inherently like had crazy difficult bottlenecks. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you let someone get entrenched, it was virtually impossible. But if you did get entrenched, you could just get walked really easily. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of, so. When did the, the and of game actually there's... came out in 2000? The game came out in 2008, did it like Marchish? Yeah, I think so. And then, of course, there was Arena. I guess that sort of reduces the number of matches uh, in that list to some mm, extent. Yeah, right, I guess, if you were into that. Yeah. Just all wasn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it, guess it was quite a lot faster. All right. We'll see. Upheld. <laughs> it's not, not like I don't... It's like I don't think they're ever going to stop in the near future. Overwatch, right? They're going to come up. What they're what they're going to do, like perhaps within the next six months, is to come up with a way of monetizing the game again. <laughs> you mean more so than they already have? Yeah, because I, I I'm not convinced that can necessarily stay going. Well, maybe it can. I don't know. Like if they, if that uh, if people want to keep buying loot boxes and keep the game alive, then go for it. Well, I have to put a, a bunch more loot in. Because it's not like there's that many skins, relatively speaking. Well, not that many that people care about that aren't just simple recolors. Man, there's a lot of levels here I actually don't know. <laughs> yes, it's quite a, quite a list. There's just a lot of levels. I, even after that first like period of updates, it's like, look at all these levels. It's just like... Yeah, I think I maybe played that once. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. I think I'm forgetting like the King of the Hill stuff as well. Speaking that of levels, a, that was a reasonable chunk. Speaking of levels, here's something else I was thinking about in terms of Rocket League. Apparently, in this coming up patch, there's going to be a new map put into Labs. Uh, right. Which is just basically an octagon. <laughs> so it's quite a simple map for Labs, I guess. Okay. Right. Yeah. But so for that, I was thinking about logically that might be the next map to go into ranked because it's quite simple, <laughs> and therefore people won't be quite so pissed. <laughs> sure. But then I was that, thinking about be fine. how they how they're trying to like you know make this big deal about Rocket League esports and everything after they've, after they've just done their big tournament and they're already starting signups for the second one or whatever and and the, the crate key situation where buying keys in Rocket League is going to fund the prize pool and all that kind of stuff that mm. Valve already does. <laughs> Sionix is just stealing. Uh, but just like, I feel like they're going to have to start, uh, once there's more than like four different maps in ranked, I think they're going to have to start putting those into professional games because I feel like the skill ceiling on Rocket League has pretty much already been reached, and like then there's nowhere to go from there apart from to have different maps. Maybe. Like it, they won't keep people's interest if it's just like here's the pros playing Rocket League on that same map again, and they're all as good as they always have been because that's how good you can be at Rocket League. 
there's nothing to shake it, shake it up if you're just going to keep playing standard standard maps, standard Rocket League. People got too good too quickly. Yeah. And, you know, if they're going to make us play non-standard maps in rank, they should make the pros play non-standard maps in rank. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that should be part of the deal. Yeah, esports never follow those rules, though. They always come up with something else, something different, some weird, some oddities to the to the nature of it. It's like a, like esports Counter Strike is subtly different from like even ranked Counter Strike on on. <laughs> yeah, even in like regular ranked Counter Strike, you still only play Dust Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do quite, the thing is, is those other maps on Counter-Strike aren't bad either. It's just like, that's just where everyone wants to go. Yes. I guess it's because map knowledge is so key to that game, but it's like, I'd quite like to go somewhere else every now and then. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I expect that Octagon won't be in labs for long, because it does seem like a really obvious quite simple map to get put into rank not like the donut or, or the weird well, pillars I, I, you say it won't be there for long but they've still got to come up with a theme for it and they've still got to build the theming and well yeah but, i mean how much effort does that really take i mean i'd imagine that i'd imagine that's actually most of the work that goes into rocket league now is the sure but i mean like thinking of a theme is just like it's a it's not really a theme it's just like a, a stadium in a in an environment <laughs> you don't have to do anything particularly fancy you could just stick a skybox in there and you'd be pretty much done i hope they don't though i kind of like the direction they sort of went with like hey let's have let's have tokyo and let's have utopia or whatever let's like let's let's make something you know nicely different or even the wasteland stuff you know that's a, that was a nice nice skin well yeah sure but i mean it's still just like generic stadium surroundings doesn't it? I you know it doesn't seem like a thing you have to think about too much. You don't have to go into minutia with that kind of thing. It's just like oh, it's mm. Tokyo. It's just like big buildings and neon signs. <laughs> a big, a big, a big industrial warehouse. They haven't done one of those before. Well, even though I suppose the station is kind uh, yeah, of yeah, central yeah. is kind of like that. There's going to be new weather for a couple of the levels as well. I think you're getting urban, urban central in like dusk, and one of the other Gr- levels with rain. More, you know, I'd be actually kind of interested in more Manfield style stadiums, actually. Just, yeah, just more stadium stadiums. Oh, that would be much easier to make. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I kind of like the how Manfield looks. It's, it's, it's that's the game for me. Is is how that level looks. Even if I do quite like Neo Tokyo, Silver. Yes, you get more. Level specific sound effects. Yeah. That could be something they could spend some time on. Announcers. They should add announcers to the game, like properly. That would probably get really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it can already be them. kind of annoying in, in Tokyo. Oh, no. That, thing, that thing's fine. It's like, it's, it's so muffled that it's kind of okay. Sable. The, the Rocket League speculation minute. Yep. Well, some of that wasn't really speculation. Some of that is about to be released. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about to be real. 
Oh, man, I missed a massive, massive thing. Did you? How did I forget this? We played the Battlefield 1 beta. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Well, it's Battlefield. Yeah. Did you, you were the one so. that was supposedly interested in it. That's maybe like that's maybe the problem though. <laughs> it's just like it's Battlefield. <laughs> well, yes, it is. Uh, the way I described it immediately to Dan. Well, actually, when, the problem they... might be that it's it's Battlefront, which might actually it, not be as good. It's Battlefront a field. Yes, it is. It is. It is a halfway house between what Battlefield used to be. And and what Battlefront feels like, but I don't think it's come off all that badly. I mean, I'm not too impressed with the level, the the Sinai Desert that they put in the beta. Yeah, uh, I, that that level basically has all of my problems with Battlefield rolled into it. And in that you know, big open spaces are nothing but snipe fests, and uh, you know, some of the buildings, some of the actual close combat stuff, kind of highlights that your shooting model isn't all that at times. Like it has all the problems that I, I dislike about it. I don't think Battlefield has always had the problem where I don't think the feeling of bullets connecting was particularly good or particularly satisfying. I don't know. There were moments where you're in the back of a 50 cal or you know the, the mounted gun equivalent, whatever they had in World War One, and it's like I've just torn you apart with eight bullets. Yet yeah, you're still alive somehow, and you've just fired one shot into my arm, and I'm dead. It's like ugh, the, the the feeling of hit detection in that game, or the feeling of might, it is kind of off. Like in the way that it always is in Battlefield. Um, the one place I think where they have sort of improved it is actually when the tanks are now now feel like tanks. They feel hardy. Like it, there are plenty of classes that can actually not really do anything about it. Um, and it's like, well, that's irritating. It's kind of, it feels right in terms of you know what you're coming up against and who you are on the ground. Yeah, and it's... Then that's just going to lead to the to the, like the the problems that Vietnam had, where it's like everyone only plays the one class that's actually useful. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no one. There's no like sort of rocket launcher class anymore. So like, all infantry has a bit of a problem against tanks. It's like the. Uh, you know, as the assault guy, you do get anti-tank style grenades, but it takes quite a few of them to actually take one down. Um, chances are you're going to need another vehicle actually to do the damage. You can, like, there is a C4 equivalent. Dynamite's still a thing, which is probably the, the go-to attempt to try and take these things out. Um, so I find myself in a sort of, like, middle-of-the-road position with it in that I can't help it. The new presentational layer is nice. You know, the fact that it's built on Frostbite and oh man, it, it looks crazy pretty. It has to be said. It's it's a it's an incredibly good looking game. I noticed that they've they've attempted again to bring back deformable terrain. Yeah, there's some of that's there. There's, there, there were craters. The question is, there will were definitely that craters. actually survive to release? Because you remember what happened with Battlefield 3, where it's like they had oh. the formal terrain in the beta, and then by the time they got to the launch, it's like, nah, just forget about that. <laughs> it caused too many problems. Oh, it, seemed, <laughs> it seemed fairly... You know, the beta itself actually seemed fairly solid. Like, the, the only real problem I had with it was the occasional animation glitch. It, not quite in classic Battlefield fashion. I didn't <laughs> see any extended necks. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see ammo packs mysteriously moving 100 yards to the left and right. When people okay. climbed ladders, they were like, "Way, way, way!" Um, it's it's like you know, it wasn't it wasn't actually very glitchy at all. Um, 
uh, the biggest problem actually with a server is just getting into the thing. Cool. Like, because Origin basically got DDoSed on the first day, like really badly, and so you know you couldn't just get into Battlefield, you couldn't get into Origin, um, so that was problematic. But once you're in, it's like it kind of kind of seemed to work just for, just fine. Um, I mean, Kips and I had some partying up problems. We couldn't get into games for a while, but that, I, I'm I reckon that's related to some of the DDoS issues. Um, and it does have a server browser built into the game. Now you don't have to use the stupid battle log to do things. Um, everything everything's in the in the game now, and it's right. it seems seems well put together. Um, but it's 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 definitely clear that they've built everything for this on top of what they built for Battlefront. It's a framework for them to make those battle games. Um, but it kind of works. It kind of works. Um, what I'm not sure about was that the player base seemed pretty dumb. Like, not offensive, not flaming in any way, because the Battlefield community is relatively quiet yes. in those games. There's not a lot of text chat going on. Um, but they did seem just a bit bad at the game. And I'm, I'm sorry, Battlefield community, but if you're playing as a medic with, like, heal packs, throw some heal packs out. If you're playing a support guy with ammo packs, throw some ammo packs out. Well, it's like, like, I, as I was speculating, it's like, had they even unlocked the ability to actually use the good med pack or whatever? Oh, no, no. I don't think that was even in the game. I yeah. think you had to throw out the pansy ones where you had to pick them up. And they're but, so, they're, but they were always irrelevant. Like, even in the previous Battlefield games when those existed, it was just like, no one ever threw them either. <laughs> it's just annoying because, like, you, you, the, the ammo one was the most egregious because, yeah, with your, you can regen health eventually if you're everyone else. Yeah. Um, like so, maybe a medic isn't necessarily as as crucial, but you do run out of weapon. You do run out of ammo, and there's not not a lot you can do about getting more of it unless a support guy comes along and throws a, an ammo pack down. I didn't. I don't think you can steal packs anymore. I don't think you can swap to like other other things. I don't think you you can pick up ammo or fallen people, for instance. So it's like mm. the support guy is your only option, other than die. And it's like, if no one's throwing down ammo packs, that was annoying. I saw it happen once, and I think that was when Dan was watching me, and not long after I'd made the comment, it's like, nobody throws ammo packs down. And then someone actually <laughs> threw one down. Yeah. And I think that was only because I was spamming the need ammo um, communications channel. <laughs> like, just like, need ammo, need ammo. Well, the thing that people have been saying, and not necessarily related to ammo, but it just made me think about it as a, as a bad solution to that problem, is that... The, now that there's no ticket penalty for dying uh, as such, mm. you just redeploy. So I expect if you just run out of ammo, just redeploy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But then you're somewhere else than you are, maybe. Well, and not if you. Yeah. I mean, if you happen to be at a point you've already captured and you run out of ammo, just yeah. <laughs> redeploy at the same point. And that seems yeah, to be and the it, main it, thing that people have been complaining about. It's, it still has squad spawning as well, so you can still spawn on any member of your squad and. People have been complaining about how they fucked up conquests. Now that the ticket system is different, just go play Rush. <laughs> yeah, but Rush was never that great because it was always such an incredibly difficult thing to balance. <laughs> it's the same here. It's like I don't think I ever saw a defense win on, on that. Although I'm not entirely sure in the games I was playing again. I think the players that were in the beta were kind of bad. Yeah, they just like, didn't I, know I, I didn't, the, I didn't, like, I, the attack defense concept. Yeah, just like I, saw a lot, I didn't see a lot of people ever defending. <laughs> was the problem with it? They just, yeah, they just went and shot guys. They were playing Call of Duty Field. 
Yeah, exactly. But it has to be said, that game looks... Uh, I have to special mention the weather system in that game is kind of fascinating. It doesn't really affect the game much, but it looks real nice. It does dynamically change throughout the map, and not every game you'll have will be the same. Uh, it's not like it follows a set pattern. It's not like, was it that, that island level in Battlefield 4 where there's always going to be a storm halfway through? Mm. Well, um, always. Almost every time. Evolution. Evolution. I'm pretty sure there was a trigger for it. Well, there was a trigger for the boat crashing, wasn't there, on that one? Yeah, like there was a trigger where you had to destroy one specific wind turbine or something and cause the boat crash, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's it's it, but it's it's more it's it's subtler than that. It's not like like okay, there was a sandstorm on one game that I played, but just one game. I never saw it again. Um, on on another game, it was it was foggy, which is kind of fun because the map is now just an aerial view of the level, like rather than a special map screen. So when it zoomed out, you couldn't actually see anything because the fog was there. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny, um, and then uh, <laughs> also kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but then, like even little things, it's like there are some matches you play where it's overcast and like the lighting is a bit duller than normal. And then every now and then you'll get a break in the clouds, and the whole level suddenly lights up. And uh, man, the lighting and the look of the rocks and it's oh, it's, a, it's a lovely looking game, like undeniably a lovely looking game. Which it makes me a bit disappointed about that Mass Effect demo. So this is running on Frostbite. I've seen way better stuff running on Frostbite. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was kind of a murky black series of platforms, wasn't it? I, I don't know. I, I, I get the feeling that wasn't representative of Mass Effect, let alone what you can do with the engine. Yeah. I just so, seem I, like it reminded me of the bit in Mass Effect 2 where you go into the... the Geth sort of mind zone or whatever. <laughs> Geth mind zone. <laughs> Isn't there a bit where you hack like into the you computer? Go inside a inside a reaper, the dead reaper. Oh right, right yeah. the end where Legion shows up. No, no, no. There's a, isn't there a bit where you're? Oh, well, you mean Geth... the Geth mainframe thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was kind of cool in its own way because it had like those yeah. like neon lines around the edges yeah. of the room no, where I'm not you saying detected it, or whatever. I'm not saying it wasn't cool, but it, it, uh, I'm, I'm saying that uh, that's what I thought of when I saw it because it, that was just you in there in the mainframe, wasn't it? You didn't have your party with you. No, I think you did. They just did couldn't you? trigger anything. Oh. Okay. Anyway, never mind. But it was different stylistically to the entire rest of the game. And that's yeah, kind of I what so. I kind of thought. And I thought they'd pick that sequence probably because it had high dynamic range on the colours or some shit. I don't know. And they didn't want to show Maybe. it too much. Yeah. No, they're definitely keeping that. We still don't know when that game's coming out, really. So they, they're keeping their cards pretty close to their chest. So I don't know. Like, How do you feel about Battlefield at the moment, Zach? Because like, I'm not convinced I... I'm still not convinced I want to go in on it. Like, no. There's, there's, because I'm still terrified, actually, about the, the volume of content problem that they yep, had with Battlefront. Definitely. It's like, if this is Battlefront afield, then there'll be, like, four levels. Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, it doesn't seem... they have, Well, they haven't really said anything yet, really, have they? Well, we've only really seen two maps, I think. I mean, they've suggested that there's, like... Maybe three. Six different armies you play as, or whatever. Which, well, only... for some reason, don't include France or Russia somehow, hmm. which is hilarious. Well, that only suggests a minimum of three levels as well. So that's... Yeah, exactly. 
people were complaining about that as well. Where it's like, how can you have about a World War One game and France and Russia aren't one of the teams you can pick? <laughs> mm. Although apparently people have been saying that that's because they 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 might be for the single player. Like France oh, yeah, and Russia might be I... more focused in the campaign. If you're going into Battlefield wanting a single player, then you're doing it wrong. Well, I mean, but Battlefield single player was never one, good. At least this one will be like a new thing, a new thing to do. It'll be mm. like their their like Medal of Honor. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess. Well, that's not that's not a seal of approval. That's. Well, I didn't mean like the most recent Medal of Honor. I mean, like <laughs> yeah. the old ones, like World War Two yeah. Medal of Honor, <laughs> when it was just a campaign. Yeah, back when Call of Duty 2 was actually about the campaign. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Good, the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It made a, a reasonably good impression, is, is, is what I'll say. But, but you know, I, I, I just don't trust them. Nope. Definitely don't pre-order. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a mistake. Not unless Snoop Dogg's put his special weapon in the box. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd have to get the box in order for that to work. That's true. Yeah, don't pre-order on. <laughs> we don't have smell of it yet. And like, I, I was looking at Titanfall Two, like on Origin, because cool. it's like, and just seeing what they're going to charge for it, and it's like, it's, it's, what's it like fifty quid for the even the PC version of that, and it's like, eh. That suddenly sounds not Same great. Problem, yeah, it's was it like sixty five pounds if you want the deluxe version, and it's like that's a lot of money. Come on, Origin. Like it's you don't buy it on Origin, you buy it on disc at least. Yeah, and and use the key or install off the disc or whatever. Yeah, that's that's definitely the play here if we're going in on Titanfall. Because as as um, we well know, that's basically what we did for most of the Origin games. For where we yeah, we were just like fuck Origin. Even if you're only saving like a couple of quid, like Origin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It dawned on me the other day that I never got around to playing Garden Warfare 2. God. The price still hasn't reduced. Yeah. I know the game I was Surprising. sort of hyped for, I didn't yeah. actually play. <laughs> Sequel to the one problem- of my favorite games. Yeah the, yeah. the problem was like, I think I, like, I played a lot of the beta for that as well and came away thinking. This is the same, but the zombies are the less cool part of this. Yeah, exactly. As soon as they focused on the zombies, it was like, what? Plants versus zombies, not zombies versus plants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure I liked the new characters either. And da, 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 and it's like, mm. <laughs> I, I'd have gone into it had they made it like the same price as the last one. Yeah. But because they made it full price, it's like, nah, not so much. I'm saving for Japan right now when it came out. (laughs) Anything else that you're looking forward to? Civ 6, Zach? You're looking at Civ 6? I really like the um, way they're marketing that with the, like, steady drip feed of little videos telling you about each Civ at a time. I think it's really cool and clever. I quite like watching them. It's getting me (laughs) interested. Is Is it a bit like Meet the French? Yeah, they're like they're like this guy leads the French. Well, I mean, they tried to do that six. for for the last game, whatever that was called, Beyond Earth. Except that no one cared because they were they were they very interesting. 
yeah. like <laughs> and they weren't actually interesting civilizations yeah whereas these are like real civilizations so it's like oh that this time around, a history it's, it's this guy and then this is the unique ability of this civ and here's the unique units and here's the cool shit and everything and here's the unique building thing or i'll tell you something that i've pretty much literally just become interested in <laughs> Right this second while I was looking at Steam, because it popped up on someone playing on my friends list. And I probably should have been paying attention to this beforehand. Project High Rise. It's basically oh, Sim yeah. Tower. <laughs> Sim yeah, Tower yeah. is back. That's, Wasn't Sim Tower like that originally out, or is it still early access? Apparently it might have released like literally just now. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Sim Tower wasn't actually a game, was it originally? It was like an actually software for for making, for designing towers or something, and then they turned it, they bought well, it maybe. From, from some well, Japanese tower, though, company I mean, and then turned it into a game. Weird. I think I still have a functional copy of Ute Tower somewhere around. What? what? Ute Tower? Ute. It's two O's and a T. Ute. I, I think it's the guy's name. Okay. Ute. Made by Mr. U. Yeah. It's not me, it's you. It was like, I'm not sure which came first. I think Ute Tower was after Sim Tower, but it wasn't really like necessarily an advancement on it exactly. It was like a marginal spin off. Mm. Just <laughs> it did slightly it. different things. Did he even open source it, or is it owned by Mr. U? I don't even remember what it was released as. <laughs> it's not like. Uh, wasn't Max open TTD obviously. or whatever. No, it's it's also as old as Sim Tower. It was like not long after Sim Tower, I think. Probably Ute actually, Tower. Maybe look at that. Mm. <laughs> Our survey says interesting. Ute Tower was released in 1998. It's the spiritual so successor to Sim Tower, which was 1994. Okay. <laughs> ah, interesting. <laughs> Published by. Sega, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I didn't expect. There better be like an arcade you can build on like five floors of that tower. Well, you could always build arcade like things in some tower shops, I suppose. <laughs> so, are you going to check out Project High Rise? <laughs> yeah, check it out. Yeah, I think I might next time. It's literally only 15 quid. Literally. Mm. I don't know why I said literally. That's just how I did. <laughs> it was the correct use of literally. <laughs> well, no, I guess not. I guess it's actually literally fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Just to be literal. Yeah. It is worth money. I know. I'm looking at the list. This list going. I'm, I, I, if I get my PS4, maybe Res Infinite. Yeah. That. And uh, Recore is this month. Which I've always, I've, I've, I like the style of that game. I don't know how it's going to play yet. Apparently, like everyone, like the, the early impressions are, it's actually about dodging more than the shooting, which I'm kind of okay with. Like if, if that makes it a bit Metroid Primey in feel, which makes sense because it's made by the same people, mm. then that's cool. I can get behind that. And it's you know it's a budget title technically. Seems like title. An, another one that you're going to want to wait for a re review on, though. Well, it'll come out on PC as well, so you know. <laughs> Woo. Cool. Uh, and I then we actually watched some stuff on Paper Mario Color Splash. 
That game is looking good. It's sort of, I guess. I mean, it looks good. We'll, we'll give it that. Yeah, like, exactly. But, but, like, but mechanically, it's still yet to play out. But but I love what they're doing with their special moves. That stuff is cool. Although, it's like, might it just fall into the old Final Fantasy summons problem? Where it's like, it's cool once, but then, please God, let me skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Depends if they like have like any kind of Paper Mario style active element to them. Yeah. Or Mario and Luigi active element, I guess, is probably more accurate. Well, I mean, the Thousand Year Door ones had some active elements, although it wasn't yeah, yeah, really yeah. during the thing; it was like before the thing, <laughs> or after. Oh yeah, the you, know, style. you could do the yeah the style bonuses. Yeah, all right. I think I think we think we've run this into the ground. Yep, pretty much. Dig <laughs> us out, Dan. What a great metaphor. Right, that's the end of this podcast. It seems to have crashed into the side of a hill. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back like, in like like all of my flying in Battlefield. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can shoot you. Oh, I've crashed into you. Indeed, all of everyone's flying. Well, we'll yep. have slightly longer for slow. Um, so slightly more stuff for the next time in a couple of weeks plus a few days for the next time. For the next time. In the meantime. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, um, Happy Salad Net. Is that correct? Happy Salad Net. Well, that's our. Website. Oh, Happy Salad Net is—is is that the name of the YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> we never know. I know. Just like our Happy Salad, us, that'll do. You can find us with many, many videos to while away the hours, including probably some new ones. Yeah, there's 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 a couple I need to upload that I've been a bit lazy about. Yeah, I noticed. Also, I think you somehow managed to delete the description on one of the videos. <laughs> so you probably oh, oh yeah, I can see that. I'm there right now. You're <laughs> totally right. I'm not sure how I did that. No, I'm not sure how you did that either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the channel's actually called Happy Salad. Hooray. Uh, and uh, check that out, and uh, we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. Boop, boop, boop. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.